we find something new to do. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Pastors Podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and how cats have fewer toes on their back paws. My name is Michael Basinger, and with me are Brad Polly, Matt Polly, and together we are the Inglorious Pastors. Announcements checking our third anniversary um, thing. Do we have a plan? Do we have a venue? That's the question. Do we have chairs? We're an email closer to to Jesus Christ. Does anybody call about chairs or fucking anything? Hey, that was that was I was on Brad. Whoa, 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 whoa! No, I was we had a meeting. No, I was Rainbow Bakery guy. Uh, well, no, you were karaoke machine. I'll look up the fucking chairs. No, let's look at this. You guys are fucking useless. I'll I'll do the goddamn standing room only. There's gonna be twelve chairs. First Everyone come, first serve. Is gonna be sitting there crisscross apples. They're, they're all camp. They're all camp chairs. Take. There's gonna be one beer there, and we're all gonna pass well, around. I don't know what happened to my notes from that meeting. Don't worry, you were definitely responsible for it. Yeah, you were. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> all right, with that, you can both suck me. <laughs> Well, uh, for the interview that no, we are, we did a separate segment. Oh yeah, we did. That's right. Oh yeah. Uh, this is from uh, uh, T Pink's down in uh, uh, where the fuck Kentucky. He was in Kentucky. Um, it's the Kapowski. Ooh, that's good. Amber American uh, American Amber Ale mm. from Mile Wide Beer Company. Um, it literally has a picture of Kelly Kapowski on it. So it tastes exactly like I'd expect her to. Killed. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> God, that was the goal, right? They named it the goddamn Kapowski. It's an amber ale. What do you expect? <laughs> Boy, I, I killed many future children to, to Kelly K. <laughs> Old Kelly Caps. AKA uh, <laughs> <K>. Brad's genocide. <laughs> uh, Come on, guys. Let's was go it Sufjan says killed 10,000 people with a slide of his hand? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 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 running fast, running uh, far to the dead. Yep. Oh boy. Yeah. <sighs> I made a Yasmin Bleeth reference this week in the pub some, for some reason. Well, I do not remember her. I remember her. I, I don't remember know. the I name. Tell you what I, she was no, in. No, me either. Baywatch. Was it Baywatch? Was she? She was in a lot of things, but she I was didn't really dead. watch Baywatch. She was past the, past the, past <laughs> she the was opening definitely in Baywatch. So to say, past the opening thirty oh, seconds, shit. I just had to put my hand over Hasselhoff's face to, in order to go to completion. <laughs> Not zeroing in on his bouncing chestoral reason, re, region. Uh, <laughs> I'm really just trying to. That find reminds me. I need to watch that video of him drunkenly eating a burger. Oh <laughs> man, that's a sad, sad <laughs> moment in history, right there, my friend. Whew, boy. Anyway, it's a really good beer, actually. <laughs> it is pretty tasty. Um, I like amber ales a lot. Yeah, that's a good one. And this is a good one. It's from Louisville. So, yep. all, right, all right, pulling up the uh, the plans for the uh, third year anniversary. What we've got here. <laughs> um, where did it go? Mm, it's good, good stuff. Uh, sound equipment. That's me. Um, 
All right, Brad, figure out karaoke and Rainbow Bankery. Okay, uh, so I wasn't the chair, so Matt suck my balls. is doing little to nothing. <laughs> sounds about right. And then I'm creating the event. Okay, so we haven't discussed chairs. We'll I'll, take care, I'll take care of the chairs, okay? Right. I'll still call Rainbow Bakery. Yeah. And, and karaoke. Karaoke. Well, we'll see if we'll We'll get some lovely vegan treats yeah. from uh, Rainbow Bakery. So. so we can one cookie and we'll take one down, pass it around. <laughs> I've been prepping for karaoke. We got to do karaoke. It's only gonna be only gonna be nine dollars a cookie. So <laughs> bring your wallet. <laughs> um, where, where? What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> what do we? Okay, uh, this round is on the passwords pub. Go. Uh, if you'd like to buy us around, go to patreoncom slash podcast. You will get access to our spinoff podcasts, uh, access to the passwords pub, a closed Facebook group where we talk about life, spirituality, and everything else. Uh, also, our our guest tonight is in the Pastor's Pub now. So, Brandon say Carleton. Hi to, say hi to Brandon Carlito. <laughs> not the his man, real, not his real name. Not his real name, Brandon Carlton. Yeah. Um, things discussed in the pub this week: Billy trolling Matt and Brad about James Blake. But he, he there's he no troll. I, I, I downloaded like the, the fucking album. album. <laughs> I liked he, his last album. See, you guys don't get it because he was trolling you. Yeah, but there's no trolling if it doesn't work, and I already like James Blake, so... I think he just proved his point, though. No, I didn't prove anything, Michael. Don't God make me it. have no. to explain Billy's trolling. Billy, you know what to do. Uh, we talked about Steve Austin's hate mail. Yeah. Man, it was special. Some great yeah, fuck ones. you, Karen. Linda. Fucking Janice. Whatever your goddamn name is. Like, the, when you sign off something, when you lambast somebody... And then sign off with love. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. In the horse you rode in. On. I had a meeting with a pastor and a couple of fr- a couple of people, and that was what it was. It was dubbed as we're doing this in Christian love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, we. It's amazing. Christians yeah. It's, a, it's amazing. You, you never walk away from those feeling loved. Mm. Yeah. No, I feel like a pile of shit. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Talked about that in the pub a don't little bit. Don't know what that is. It's a TV show on okay, Amazon care. Prime. I don't give a shit. It's, it's not bad. Okay. Uh, internet dating. Not doing it. So well, thank thank God for that. <laughs> um, Spoiler alert: There's no takers. <laughs> um, there is literally one taker. That's who it. wants a who. <laughs> Just say it. Who wants a pudgy ass guy with a. Uh, Pudgy, really? Yeah, you're getting a little thick around the really. <laughs> with with super high cholesterol. Hey, you are working out though now. I am. So can we talk about that? And still eating Taco Bell. I had Taco Bell one time. I had two salads. <laughs> Here the last two fucking meals. Goes. No, fuck you. The last two meals <laughs> I had. Old the last two meals I had were fucking salads. I ate nothing yesterday but a goddamn salad of crackers. So last night I dropped in. Uh, and guess what Matt was eating? Fucking ice cream cake. My wife's birthday was the other day, and my son's was yesterday. Spend all your time Captain Lipitor over here. It's all going to come full circle, because at some point, at some point, I'm going to end up on it, too. Yeah, I started I mean, Yeah. Let's go ahead and jump on the scale and see who weighs more. That's, all right, that weight doesn't mean anything it, it necessarily. Well, you just called me pudgy, so apparently it does. I'm no, not pudgy. Don't fat no, you shame just have Matt. a beer gut. No, I don't have a beer gut. Michael, does he have a beer gut? I'm, I'm doing setups. I'm working this. on it. God damn it! <laughs> he chugs a beer. That's all, boy. 
I just can't do this shit anymore. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Matt. I just could not believe today when you were like, I'm waiting at Taco Bell. I'm like, my God. You know, but you know why? You know why? Because so Beth mentioned that Elijah went to Taco Bell for his birthday dinner. For whatever reason. He didn't, want, he didn't want to go to Bloomington. Well, he turned 16 this week. Why not? So. They have Baja Blast there. It's fine. Well, that. But um, so like, but we didn't go get it. Like she got it for him, but like that wasn't what was waiting at home. So I had a salad from a leftover salad from Chili's. They have and, good salads, man. Yeah, but then the like Caribbean today. Salad with some grilled chicken uh, I got on the it? grilled chicken. Uh, was it Santa Fe? Oh, that's good too. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty that's good. Right. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so but there was a Taco Bell right across from the Starbucks I was at today. I was like, God damn it, I gotta have some Taco Bell. Like it was eleven o'clock. I was fucking, <laughs> I was fucking starving, and I needed some Taco uh, Bell. So. Chili soup and salad deal is not bad. They've got a yeah. nice. I like uh, their salads, man. <laughs> I had one chicken? yesterday. As a matter, of, no, I didn't. I did eat chilies twice yeah. yesterday. They got a chicken tortilla <laughs> or chicken enchilada. I don't generally soup. do that. But. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't like chilies. It's fine. Brad, I ate chilies twice yesterday. <laughs> I didn't know. I got the guiltless grill, so fuck both of you. <laughs> um, so, okay. Also, Matt had a sleepover this week. Oh, my God. <laughs> Go to our Instagram. You can Multiple see the helmet that was worn to my house by one of Elijah's friends. Yeah. You Did Moncton spend the night that night, too? Oh, this! Oh, you're talking about the the, the Michael sleepover. How many sleepovers did well, you have? Well, Elijah had his birthday party this past weekend. Okay, so he, there were nine teenagers in my house. Oh man, boys, teenage boys in my house. Um, and then Michael Moncton is possibly moving to Martinsville, most likely moving to Martinsville. So he came down Saturday close night. Close to me, as night. a matter of fact. Yeah, came down Saturday what? night. Close to me, maybe as close a to of him. Fact. That's wow. where he's looking. Nice. Um, and then we went to I'm Fort buying a gun just to protect him. Yeah, and then we so we took <laughs> so we took big on guns, but we're so anti gun, but I'll, I'll protect my uh, so my, so my uh, gay black neighbor. So we yeah, so we spent sure. the night Saturday night. So Beth and I took our gay black Jamaican friend to Forky's. Oh, which shit. is the most Holy old guy yeah. racist restaurant oh, in town. Man. Yeah, it's a goddamn good buffet, it is man. A really Their good breakfast buffet is legit. It's a killer breakfast. Um, oh, yeah. Man. So and then uh, he and Beth went house hunting. So oh, nice. Yeah. He's very excited about moving down here. I'm very excited yeah. right now. Nah, he'll be fine down here. Yeah. Nobody will do it. Yeah, he'll be too afraid of him. Um, <laughs> I'm afraid of Michael Moncton. Really? It's terrifying. Yeah. Racist. No, not because of his skin. Because <laughs> of his his fierce <laughs> well, demeanor. Back up. Yeah, he's definitely fierce. I'm afraid of the fact he doesn't like Bob Marley and he's from Jamaica. That's yeah, my that's, that's my biggest uh, issue. It is. That's that's a, that's problematic to mm-hmm. say the least. All right. Well, without uh, further ado, my friends, we're going to get into uh, this. Hey, God, are we doing this? Come over and have a seat. This is the CCM Corner. Ah, yes. So. We are doing this song because of the interview. Yes. Coming later. Yes. Let's just. It's a special one. that band aid. Oh, it's a live version. Oh, yeah, live. Gotta go live. Play that bass octave. My shame. Trade my shame. G C D E minor. Yeah. 
guys, I'm trading my sickness. Oh, wait, no, it's G, C, D, C. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I played an A. Uh, a, oh, did you really? I think A D E D. Did you really? I think so. That's yeah. Weird. Yeah. Let's see the sign language now. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. Oh, this is definitely sexual. Yes, Lord. I hear. Lord. Yes, Lord. I hear this a couple times a week. Oh, yeah. Yes, Lord. Yeah. If you're doing it right, you yes, do. Yes, Lord. Yeah. Amen. When we really get going. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm pressed but not crushed. <laughs> I hear that a lot too. Actually, I hear I'm crushed. Get the fuck off me. Are you done yet? <laughs> Get your heaving, disgusting body off of me. God, this is just terrible. So the sorrow Oh, there's the bridge. You know what's great? You know what's great about this song? None of this applies to the American church. No. Christians are the most miserable fucking people yeah. I know. Yeah. It is. It's true. It's totally it's true. Totally true. Yeah. I listened to... I led people in this song... Numerous times throughout yeah. a year, and watched some of the most—not all, but some of the most miserable people I knew sing this. Oh yeah, enthusiastically. Yeah, with emotions. God. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. And you had to do—you really did have to do the sign language. Yes, yes, Lord. Did you do the sign language? We didn't do the sign language. Everywhere I went, they did the sign language. I can do it for you. That's great, Michael. It's literally that in an L. Yeah. <laughs> okay, turn this. Off. How many? How long is this version? Eight minutes. Yeah, no. I was gonna say it's, it's not that bad. It's a two verses, and it's gonna be nine minutes yeah. long because why not? Three and a half. Okay, you gotta do the yes Lord part like fifteen right, times. Gonna... Oh, he's gonna do it different this time now. Ooh, See, he's chasing it up a little bit. That way nobody can follow along and sing it. Yeah, exactly. That's my favorite part. It's when they fucking ad lib and everybody just quits. They just quit. Everybody just stands yeah. there. Yeah. The sorrow may last for the night. His joy comes with the morning. You know he's actually enjoying this, right? Yeah, I know he is. Dude, I played the shit. Oh, we played the shit out of this Absolutely. It's amazing how, like, I used to love this. I, I can't even stomach it now, Mark. Like, what the fuck is this shit It's anyway? just, here's the thing. Nobody's laying down fucking anything no. for anybody. No. Like, it's the most selfish goddamn country in the world, and the church is one of the worst offenders. Uh, Nobody's laying anything down. Well, I mean, a couple times a week, maybe. But. And you, you were correct. It is Daryl Evans. Yeah, I knew it was. Yeah. Yeah, he did the uh, he did the love your love is extravagant song too. Oh, I played that one a lot too. He was John Mark McMillan before John Mark McMillan. <laughs> yeah, he kind of was. <laughs> I love that they had to fade it out because it got so much bullshit at the end. Of it. So. <laughs> All right. Oh boy, boy, that was a that was a journey. Lock up your fears, dry all your tears, refill your fears. We're headed into the new speed. Yeah. Brent? Florida woman. Oh, no. Uh, drops pants, licks man, dances naked in Waffle House parking lot. In the words of our friend Ron Becker, what a day. <laughs> what a day. Uh, a Florida woman was arrested after she undra- undressed and danced around a Waffle House parking lot before licking a stranger on the face. God. Freedom writer Zobrist. That's her name. What? Freedom writer. <laughs> 38. Does she look 38? 
She looks 112. Let me see. Let me see. At here. least. That's that's oh. that's a that's a Martinsville 38. That's a Martinsville 38. It's a Martinsville yeah. meth 38. Yeah. Yeah. She bangs. No, no, she doesn't. No, nope. well, she probably she does. does move. Well, she probably does bang a lot. For some meth. Uh, <laughs> wow. Will Boy, bang for meth. We just made some terrible assumptions Will, about this woman. Will bang. Well, I think you can make some pretty terrible yeah, assumptions about yeah. a woman that gets hammered, undresses, and licks strangers in a Waffle House parking lot. Yeah. By the way, I found out. Do you know that "Kickstart My Heart" Nikki Six wrote that, and it was based on uh, him getting his heart restarted after he yeah. OD'd on heroin. Yeah. <laughs> Which time? I mean, he was in an ambulance. Yeah. Like, literally, he was dead yeah, for I like know. minutes. I read the heroin diaries. And they brought yeah. him back to life, and so he wrote "Kickstart My Heart" because yeah. they had to actually use the yeah. paddles on it. Yeah. And probably stab him in the heart with whatever the Narcon or whatever. It is. Oh my god! No, no, that's Narcan. right. They gave no. They uh, at the time they gave him a shot of adrenaline. Yeah. Oh neat. Yeah, to bring him back. Anyway, a uh, freedom writer, freedom writer <laughs> Zoe Brist was arrested Monday in Pensacola on lewd and indecent exposure of sexual organs charges. <laughs> what? Same. It's quite a rap sheet. Um. According to a police report, a Waffle House employee asked her to leave the restaurant due to her behavior. She later returned Boy, let's and verbally... Let's the fact, if you get kicked yes. out of a fucking yeah. Waffle House... You, you've reached a new low. You've reached a new low, because <laughs> they will literally tolerate anything. Yes. Uh, Zobris later returned and verbally abused the employees. She also threatened to get a gun and shoot the man in the face, huh. along with all the restaurant's employees and customers. Yeah, probably call the cops on Following the conversation, she walked to the parking lot and pulled down her pants, exposing her sexual organs. Oh. <laughs> oh. Did it flap against her I knees? I was going to say, I'm guessing her... <laughs> Wow. Looked like some raw roast beef. <laughs> oh, no. She, they, <laughs> We've got the meats. Uh, this is being raised. Roast beef curtains. Uh... We've, she then began dancing around the, the parking lot with her pants still down. She walked up to a Waffle House employee and licked both sides of his face. Oh, God. I hope he's sanitized, man. <laughs> I would just dunk my head in a in bucket bleach. of bleach. Straight 100% bleach. 100% bleach. Not diluted. Oh. A witness says Zobrist also blocked his vehicle inside the parking lot and danced naked in front of his car. Boy. Not the hero we deserve. <laughs> the one, but the one. <laughs> the hero we need. Freedom Rider Zobrist. Oh. Free. Is it one word, in, Freedom Rider? No. In quotes, 38. <laughs> Boy. Wow. Meth is a hell of a drug. Yeah, yes. it is, man. What else you got? Um, another one? This is a good one. I haven't had a nice story in a while. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Uh, any really any Patton Oswalt nice fans? Yes. Love oh, Patton I saw Oswalt. this. This is fantastic. Yeah. Love Patton Oswalt. He's great. Hilarious and a super thoughtful person. Uh -huh. Like... His interview from like 2014 with Pete Holmes is still one of my favorites yep. of, the, of Pete's. Um, in his uh, comedy special last year, uh, God, what was it called? Oh, uh, Annihilation. Yeah. It was so freaking good. And he's talking about the uh, sudden death of his wife. Just, I yep. mean, the whole, th it's just, yeah. Hilarious and also like rip your freaking heart out at yep. the same time. Anyway, so him being a liberal, he gets just tons of shit from trolls no. like on Twitter. In fact, I think he actually just deactivated his Facebook because he's like, I just can't even yeah. do this shit anymore. 
because um, he's tired of getting like death threats, and then like Facebook's like, nope, doesn't doesn't violate any any guidelines. Oh, okay, super inconsistent. Um, guess. So anyway, <clears throat> uh, he has made a name for himself off screen as kind of a blunt yet caring and compassionate person, um, and so he got a he got trolled uh, this week. Or actually, I guess it was a week or two ago. And the guy, the Twitter user is Michael Beatty. He's kind of an older guy. I didn't he know re- where you were going with that. He replied to Oswald's response to one of Trump's tweets with, so he tweeted at Trump, and then this guy yeah. replied to him, said, I just realized why I was so happy you died in Blade Trinity. And, <laughs> Spoiler. And you, wow. shoot, and you shoot basketball like the sawed-off little man you are. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's... Yeah. So rather than let endless insults fly back and forth until someone finally gave up, as is the Twitter tradition, Oswald dug a bit deeper and came up with this gem, and he tweets this. Oh, man. This dude just attacked me on Twitter, and I joked back, but then I looked at his timeline, and he's in a lot of trouble health-wise. I'd be pissed off, too. He's been dealt some shitty cards. Let's deal him some good ones. Click and donate just like I'm about to. So this guy had a GoFundMe uh, to help... With his medical bills. Yep. And so Oswald gave like a couple thousand dollars. And in, in, so like he and his followers raised uh, over $12,000 awesome. for this guy. Um, he's a, this guy's a Vietnam vet. And he had a two-week hospitalization where he battled sepsis. And which, you know, is good. And he also struggles with diabetes. So sepsis, not great. Not great. Mm-mm. So yeah, it's it's actually up to almost 13000 uh, now. And so this guy responded... And said, Patton, you've humbled me to the point where I can barely compose my words. You've caused me to take pause and reflect on how harmful words from my mouth could result in such an outpouring. Thank you for this, and I will pass this on to my cousin who needs help, a cascade. Um, so anyway, yeah. And he said, I want to thank everyone who came to my aid with generous outpourings and also to Patton Oswalt, without whom I would not be the recipient of so much love and support. I'm not a man who ever cries, but I had to wait to send this. And to quote Stuart on Big Bang, Big Bang, meet tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which Oswald then said, see, this is why compassion and forgiveness are the best. Wait, you cried? You fucking pussy. Donation canceled. (laughs) Obviously, it's a joke. Uh, But yeah, that's that's kind of how it's supposed to be done. Light wins. Yeah. And I I suck at that. Yeah. Man, do I suck at that. I know. Patton Oswalt doesn't suck at that. No. And that's great. So in case you're wondering what, like what Jesus looks like, like that's, that's kind of what, that's, that's what Jesus looks like. Exactly like like Patton Oswalt. Pretty (laughs) much. Yeah. But you know, I mean, it's a stumpy stumpy white, really interesting that somebody who's not a Christian is like modeling Christianity, Christianity better than a lot of Christians, including myself for sure. Yeah. So, yep. All right. You guys want to hear a joke? Not really. Sure. No! God, please, no! 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 Jesus. What's the difference between oral and rectal thermometer? No. God. I don't care. I don't even care. One tastes better than the The other. The (laughs) taste. All right. How much stories? I'm going to do one. I'm going to do one a week now. That's going to be my new thing. Oh, good. That's going to be your thing. Yeah, dad jokes. I'm going to do dad jokes every week. All right. Um... Great. From BuzzFeed. Everybody hates bad jokes. jokes. I don't care. That's fine. I'm embracing it. Uh, 25 things that are weird to people who aren't American. 
Okay. I'm not going to do them all because some of them aren't that great. Our obsession Um, with guns in the face of ridiculous gun violence. Why do Americans call petrol gas when it's a liquid? Oh, that's... Well, because that's short for gasoline. Okay, I'm just reading these. Don't, you don't need to overthink it, Brian. It's a, well, fucking, actually, it's a fucking BuzzFeed article. It's because of the, uh, the, it's gasoline. Why do Americans pronounce the H in vehicle but not herb? Because we're idiots. Um, why do Americans say jean jacket? It's a denim jacket made out of denim for fuck's sake. Well, it's made out of jeans. Uh, why do Americans keep eggs in the refrigerator? Is everyone. that something you're not supposed to do? You don't have to. Really? I, you, if you don't, you're, you've got to use them much quicker. Okay. I kind of wondered. Like, so. Here's the yeah. thing, though. Like in a, lot, in a lot of countries, you know, we go and we'll like buy groceries for the week. Like Other yeah. countries buy their groceries every day. They buy them for the day. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so, or a day or two. And so you'll just buy, I need these, this many eggs for the Another, next day or two. Okay. Another thing about eggs is... Um, if you don't like, I know this because I had chickens. Um, if you don't clean the uh, the mucus off of them, yes, uh, they stay longer, stay good longer. The okay. mucus, all right. It, it's a, it protects. Uh, them. Why do Americans romanticize high school sweethearts? Like you've had sex with one person since you were a pimply fourteen year old. Congrats, that's fucking weird. <laughs> that's fair. I, I don't know. I mean, whatever. I. Why do Americans refer to Europe like it's just one country? When I went to Europe, like, like fam, where did you go? Longford or Fermanagh? I don't whatever. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. Um, Wait, Europe has multiple countries in it? <laughs> Why do Americans go to the airport dressed like they're going to bed? Yeah, yeah preach. That, wear a fucking I, suit. Ag- well, you don't have to wear or a Walmart. suit, but I do agree with that. Yeah. Doesn't fucking Walmart and CVS <laughs> yeah. at midnight. Why do you, Goddamn why, Pan Am, get on board. Why do Americans always consider themselves half Irish when in reality their aunt's cousin's best friend's toenail fell into a pint of Guinness once? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, why do Americans have to tweet about every Uber they've ever been in? <laughs> why do Americans always say tuna fish? Have they got fucking tuna dogs over there or something? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's a pretty good one. Hey, uh, hey, hey. What? Um, what's the difference between... Um, <laughs> A piano. I don't remember something about you can't tune to something. Wow, great joke, wow, great Michael. joke, Michael. Boy, <laughs> you really, you really drove that one home. Hold on, hold on. Trying to get, trying there to really, really pulled that one into the station, buddy. Something, something. I don't know. Something about good lord. Why do Americans piano, but you can't tune a fish? Why do Americans call it a restroom? I've never done anything remotely restful in the toilet. Same. What do they call I don't know, man. Room? Sometimes you take a big enough shit and you just feel tired at the end. Yeah, you there's can, a lot of rest yeah. that goes on in my bathroom. Um, this is one that relates to our area business. Have kids. Where, where do Americans see the X in espresso? Yeah, oh, it drives me oh, crazy. Fuck. It drives me crazy. Can I get an espresso? Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, anyway, I just I thought that was kind of. Can I have a large espresso? <laughs> Why do Americans call it a hamburger when there's legit no ham involved? Well, that's easy. That's true. Because it was it te- okay. created in Hamburg. Okay, once or again, by Germans once from again, Hamburg. don't also, overthink also it. Also, it's I'm because reading it's in the, the fucking well, stupid. Article. Then, if they don't okay, understand well, why, Louis Michael is is stupid. Apparently, fucking okay? Louis Michael. God damn it, Louis. But it all was <laughs> I was going to make a Louis C.K. joke. But That's probably nope. not a good idea. Too no. soon. Nope. Too soon. Let's back that truck right up. There we go. <laughs> and that's why you don't make Louis C.K. jokes. Uh, uh, it's also why you don't why jerk off in front of women that don't want you to. 
Yeah. yeah. Which here's is probably an, everyone. Here's yes. an idea, John Christ. Ew. <laughs> Back I, it up. I still don't know who that is, and I don't yeah. want to. I don't know think who I do now. Is. Thank no. God for that. Yeah. I hear the words Christian comedian, and I run as far uh-huh. in the other direction as possible. Uh huh. It just means he's less funny than other comedians. Is what that means. It just means that he's apparently like a serial rapist. Yeah. But he's, you know, he's at least clean in his comedy. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't work in blue. God. Oh, man. All right. uh, okay, I got, I got a good story. With Bill Cosby. I got, I got a good story. They can roofie each other. Yeah. Um, stranger drives 2,300 miles so he can reunite a beloved dog with a boy recovering from surgery. Oh, well, that's nice. Uh, young boy. Uh, so, eight-year-old Perrin Miller and his parents had been visiting family members in Utah for Christmas. When the youngster started having headaches, his parents brought him to the emergency room only to hear that their son had a brain tumor as a result of stage four glioblastoma multiform, a rare and aggressive form of brain cancer. Boy, the weirder the name. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, bad. Blastoma is yeah. a bad, that's a bad word. Um, that very next day, he underwent a seven-hour surgery Jeez. to have the tumor removed. Uh, though the surgery was successful, he now faces several months of chemotherapy and radiation, but his parents are unsure of where he will be receiving the treatment. The Millers are originally from Wilmington, North Carolina. Since their home was destroyed by Hurricane Florence last year, boy, that's a bad fucking year. Jeez Louise. They've been living with local family members while they rebuild. So while the Millers are staying in Utah for parents' recovery, the boy expressed how much he misses his dog, an eight-month-old German Shepherd named Frank. Oh, Frank. <laughs> I love it. It's a sweet-looking dog, too, man. It's, all, it's a black German Shepherd. Um, that's, a great, that's a great fucking name for a German yeah, it Shepherd. Yeah, Frank. Uh, anyway, news reports of parents longing for his canine companion traveled across social media. Until it caught the eye of former long-haul trucker Bob Reynolds. Oh, Bobby. Reynolds was so moved by the tale, he volunteered to drive Frank all the way from Carolina to Utah. Traveled 2,300 miles across the country in just 52 hours. Dude fucking hauled it, man. That's that's pretty crazy. So he could deliver the joyous pup into parents' waiting arms. That's Um, awesome, man. Yeah. uh, He's got a long road to recovery. His family's confident that having the beloved pup at his side will hasten the healing process. Dogs are good for that. Uh, in the meantime, the family acquaintance has been raising money for the, like everybody else does, for medical bills because insurance is bullshit. Uh, it's a GoFundMe. The page has already raised forty thousand um, dollars. They still don't know when they'll be returning uh, to North Carolina for the rest of his treatment. But Reynolds has already already volunteered to repeat the entire road trip just to bring Frank home again in the future. So, yeah, you traveled fifty two hours with a fucking dog, man, man, dude. That's the way to go. Anyway, good good humans, man. Yay. So, Michael. All right, product update. Heinz Ketchup uh, is making ketchup caviar for Valentine's nope. Day. Nope. Ew. Nope. Uh, Stop. Nope. So it's like think little of, ketchup balls? Nope. Think of regular caviar, but remove the delicacy of fish eggs and put in uh, little balls filled with ketchup. And that's ketchup caviar. Hmm. No thanks. I... God, we're so bored. Four yes, we're bored. We're such a bored society. Yeah, we're just totally bored. Ketchup. Bubbles. Why do Why do we just have to innovate? Why can't we just keep just make fucking ketchup? I know. No one's gonna stop using that ketchup. Was like, that was like years ago when Heinz made the purple and green ketchup. Just make like, ketchup. Just ketchup. Just, just make, make ketchup. fucking ketchup. No. I'm still gonna put on my hot dog and my hamburger. Just make some fucking ketchup. Uh, All right. God. So next product update. <laughs> uh, body. It's coming out with a uh, butt mask collection. What? It's a pack of four masks. It's a butt mask. It exfoliates your butt. Um, okay. The four different styles. They have shake it, slap it, squeeze it, and bite it. Um, all doing different packs. Um, if bite you want it? Your, your butt to be baby smooth. you eat the booty like groceries, I mean. 
Oh, God. It's just one of the grossest things. You all the devil and the devil is bad. You all the devil and the devil is bad. You all the devil and the devil is bad. You all the devil and you are bad. I had snoo snoo. All right. it. <laughs> Do I have to shave it first? Uh, it doesn't Can say we that. not? Can we just stop? <laughs> Michael, read the... God they uh, combat gravity and uh, perfect what? the appearance of your skin. Um, Where's your ass going to go? I don't understand what this even looks like. Formulated to tone and help contour your butt, leaving it taut. Go to the smooth. fucking gym. Do some squats. They're super potent. So it's like... Spanks for your ass cheeks? No, it's like a, it's isn't like a, that what spanks is? It's like spanks. doesn't it like cover no. like ass to stomach? Like no, this is, I'm not familiar with spanks. Like, I haven't worn them in a while, but it's like if you don't want to wear spanks, you just want to do some nighttime like work shaping. Yeah, nighttime shaping for for bedtime. Go to the goddamn. Wait, is this like all those? Uh, is this like one of those things that those Christian suburban Christian moms were selling? It's basically just fucking saran wrap. Yeah, it's like an eye. It's like a face mask. <laughs> oh, it makes you butt. skinnier. No, it's fucking saran wrap, and you're paying forty dollars for a pack of it. You goddamn idiots. Yeah, uh, and it's make, not make money you, from home. It's not making you skinnier. Make, it works. Make no, money it from home. You can sell this. Yeah, that's fine until your community of ten thousand is literally saturated with nobody. Everybody's selling and nobody's fucking buying. Everybody, <laughs> I don't know why that was funny, but it was. <laughs> Everybody's selling, nobody's buying. Um, so uh, you can give looking your butt, at you essential oils. Give your butt a facelift. Uh, first, apply to clean the skin. Uh, keep the mask on for ten to fifteen minutes. After removing the mask, put on a bikini and take a perfect butt fee. Oh God damn it! It's a thing. No, it isn't a thing. It's not. Do you know what's frequently bought together with this? It's a uh, lube. It's a bower. It's a a bath and shower portable cup holder caddy for your beer or wine. Yeah, that sounds cup. about right. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. do your buffy. If you're doing if you're doing ass maintenance, like you definitely have something to hold a, a glass of wine in your shower. That's absolutely yeah. You absolutely do. And you have one of those showers that has like six heads spraying from everywhere because you can afford it. Same. Yeah. <laughs> What well, I That's what, not, what is even happening? I don't right know. Now? I don't even know. God, you don't have six heads, Michael. Is that what you're laughing at? What is? What are we doing? I don't even. Most weeks, I don't really even know. Who knows? It's impossible to say right now. <laughs> um. So people are calling this man uh, cruel on the internet. Great. Um. He um saw a spider and. Uh, he killed it with a dart. What? He saw That's a fucking spider. Kind of impressive, actually. I know, I'm kind wow! Of by this guy, uh, he and it's it's on the internet. You can watch it. Um, he there's a, a a spider crawling down a wall, um, and there's a man holding a dart. That's really hard to take aim from across the room. Yeah. He hits the spider. Um, Ta-da! So uh, yeah, that's that's impressive. People are, are annoyed that he just didn't, I don't know. That he killed a spider. Free or, oh, my God. It's a fucking spider. There's not a spider shortage. Yeah. 
Do you guys like spiders? No. I, I mean, I don't. I'm. I don't. I'm indifferent to them. Like they don't bother me. They don't freak but me. But I'm out. also not going to have one as a pet. Are you going to kill one if you see one in your bathroom? Probably. Yeah, probably because yeah. my kids will freak. So, I you know I yeah I'm fine with them, but yeah I don't know. Everybody in my family's terrified of them, but me. Spiders so. don't bother me. Snakes bother me. Snakes bother me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of snakes. Mm-hmm. By the way, it's so hot in Australia. Did you see this? Yeah, don't. Yes. Stop. Stop. I never want to shit again, ever, <laughs> without hovering. You got, you got to explain it. I'm going to do hover shits from it, now it's on. It's so hot in Australia that snakes are basically climbing into people's toilets to stay cool. Yeah. And the snakes in Australia are the kind yeah. that will fucking kill you. <laughs> Good day, mate. They'll bite you right on your taint, and they will kill you. I'd like to slither up your anus. And bite y'all in the tight. That's God, your really, accent's terrible. Really bad accent. It's That's so worse, fucking bad. Worse than your Aaron Neville. Uh, it's, I'm not trying. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then, when are you trying? Who knows? <laughs> Oh, it's all, this is all a preamble for my stand-up comedy where I bomb, intentionally bomb every show I do. So what, you're Norm MacDonald? Yes, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> oh, only less funny. You no, really are, you're, you're like the poor man's Norm MacDonald. <laughs> I'll take there it. There it is. I will, I will literally take that. I'm fine with that. Um, and then I've got some good news. Okay. Um, so this is your last one, Arizona man. It is my last one. Okay, good. Uh, Arizona man. Um, he um, he was a 21 year old man. His name's uh, Cross Scott. Um, mm. He found a woman locked in her car this month and broke in and uh, and found out that she wasn't breathing. Um, he didn't have any emergency training, uh, but thoughts of. Uh, the Office. Oh yeah, I saw this too. When Steve <laughs> Carell's yeah. character does CPR, God, that's the... a great scene, man. When Rain Wilson destroys the dummy and wears its skin. Yeah. <laughs> so he was thinking about uh, Steve Carell doing CPR to the to the tune of the BG song "Staying yes. Alive." Yeah. Uh, to the it's the correct hey, tempo. You can't tell by the way I used to walk. I'm a woman's man. No time to talk. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, watching The Office paid off. He saved a, a woman's life uh, because of The Office. Yep. So. Uh, he is not related to Michael Scott. But oh, well, oh, you you beat me to it. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Why did you stop? Yeah, there's another. Uh, there's a Queen song. Uh, I don't even care. This is a fucking. It's a fucking song. fun song, it's so man. Good. Yeah, I've got this. I've got this soundtrack on vinyl, and it kicks ass. There's a Queen song too. Uh, dun dun dun. Another one bites the dust. That one also works. Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. So if you just think of that rhythm, you can actually do the, the chest compressions. 
What? What are you fucking laughing at? I don't know. It's literally true. I have no idea. God, you're just a terrible person. Why? You're just laughing at something terrible that you thought about. I did. I've been laughing at it for a while. I just wanted to say to your tumor joke, I just want to say, it's not a tumor. What are you doing? Now I'm going down a Biggie G's rabbit right, I'm hole. Gonna, I'm going to pause. No, no, dude. no, motherfucker. This is how deep is your love? A Biggie G's rabbit hole. Just the tip. <laughs> let, the, let the dulcet tones of Barry Gibb wash over you. Check this motherfucker out, man. <laughs> like fucking Kenny Loggins. <laughs> well, if Kenny Loggins was a serial rapist, that's what Kenny Loggins would look like. Move along. On a summer breeze, keep me warm in your love. Will you stop it? Sorry for interrupting your Brad song with the fuck. Will you fucking turn it off? Alright, I'm done. All right, uh, Brandon God, Carlton. I'm going to have to listen to some Bee Gees tomorrow. Brandon Carlton. God, I'm going to have to fucking mute both. No, dude. come on. No, this is more than a woman. The Bee Gees. I mean, Led Zeppelin didn't write tunes that everyone <laughs> liked. They left that to the, the Bee Gees. Gees. Right. Oh, you caught right before. It's fine. Just, it's fine. All right. Whatever. No, fuck you. I don't even want to. All right. Brandon Carlton. <laughs> they have a song called Warm Ride. By the way, that was my nickname in high school. Uh, Go ahead. No, it wasn't. God. No, it wasn't. God. God. Brandon Carlton is a pastor. Carl Eaton. Is a pastor from Rock Island, Illinois, where he lives with his wife and son. Rock Lobster. Rock Lobster. Where he lives with his wife and son. He is the pastor of... Con- lobster! He is the pastor of Connection Quad Cities. He is uh, both a craft beer and coffee snob. He is an INFJ in an Enneagram Type 2. Uh, his first book is called... Which means nothing. <laughs> it's all- well, hold on, wait. It's all bullshit. Yes. <laughs> 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 um, he uh, his first book is called Meaningful Again. How one pastor questioned everything and found comfort in uncertainty. You can find his book at uh, meaningfulagain.com. Uh, hope you enjoy our chat with Brandon Carlton. Meaningful Again by the book. By my book. Rock Lobster. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, I'm down, everybody. It's Rock Lobster. Brandon, are you alive? I am alive, and I am a well. Up from the grave he arose. Like yes. a mighty <laughs> triumph or his foes. <laughs> so you, why? I don't know. Why? Why, why, why not make it awkward right off the get-go? Brandon, uh, how do you say your last name? 
Carlton. That's exactly how I thought it was, but I thought well, I How else check. would you say it? Well, it's got... There, there's it's, like a sneaky E. There's, a, there's a sneaky an E in that, there. There's a Carl... Carlet, e, Carletton. Carletton. Yeah, it could have been Carletton. Yeah. You never know. I would have thought Carlton. I, w- I thought Carlton, but I thought we better <laughs> we better verify. Um, so Well, this has been the Inglorious po- Podcast. Uh, sure. Thanks for being on the podcast now, Brandon. We appreciate it. <laughs> yep, good talk. Glad yeah, we good could talk. clear that up. Mm-hmm. Thanks. I loved and it. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so we were just discussing before we pretended like we hadn't talked already um, <laughs> what we were drinking. Do you want to do you want to say what you're drinking? Yes, I do. I'm do drinking. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Wait. What? Oh, hold on. Wait a second. Did it die? Okay. Let's just make it official and just do this. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I think you're the first one we've done this to. Hey, hey, yeah. Oh, you're special. Fellow Illini. Hey, what are you drinking now? Yeah. Is Brian O'Dean in Illinois now? Pretty He's, sure he is. Or is he in Iowa now? I think he might be in Iowa. He was in Illinois. Where in the world I'm is pretty sure. Maybe Brian not. O'Dean? I could be wrong. Brian, if I'm, well, if see, I'm wrong, I'm sorry. Where I'm at is about two minutes from Iowa. Well, so I'm kind of like, I'm basically in both. Yeah, you're like touching Iowa. Yeah. Just yeah. the tip of Iowa. <laughs> just the tip. You're in just the tip of Iowa. So... <laughs> I am drinking um, Taxman Brewing Company's 401 cake. It's good, man. It's a Belgian style brown ale with chocolate. Yeah, you can have one. By the way, go ahead. Yeah, I did. I I th- <laughs> I thought it was podcast beer. It was not. It's fine. I totally just stole it from Matt. It's so. fine. My it's fine. my beer's your beer, buddy. All right. Uh, and then I'm having my uh, my uh, my my Callan 12 year. Eight fingers of it. Yeah, I thought I was going to empty the bottle, and it I didn't quite get empty in before it was like half full. So it's uh, we're going to want to move this move this interview along probably (laughs) (laughs) there's nothing worse though than that last like one finger that's left you like you just have to finish you just gotta finish you can't leave it just laying there so did you finish the bottle no it's there's still some in there so there's another two or three fingers left. Uh, there's probably another finger and a half in there i'm guessing yeah (laughs) and then brandon uh carlton what are you (laughs) what are you drinking carlton it's actually carlton um but uh i am actually so right now because i i uh I'm finishing off from dinner this uh, vanilla porter from Great River Brewery, which oh, is a local brewery nice. here. And they um, actually, it's not, I've had vanilla porters where they're really syrupy and almost too sweet. Yeah. They put yeah. zero syrup in this and they actually put actual vanilla bean, like nice. stalks of vanilla bean in it. Oh. And so it's really rich and creamy. But after you drink about, it, do you have to like chew it as well? Yes, you do. Yeah, it's it's that creamy. <laughs> Just there. Uh, it's like like mayonnaise, basically. But in the I have in the reserve though for when I finish this, uh, some Suntory whiskey. When when you want a good time, make it a Suntory time. God bless you. <laughs> See, we need to get sponsored now. Yes, look at you, Suntory. Suntory. Please, this podcast is brought to you by Santori Whiskey, where whiskey is Santori, where the good times roll. All right, move yes. on, Michael. Um, so <laughs> this is the longest introduction. We're, we're about four minutes into this. Brandon, who the hell are you? Yeah. <laughs> tell, um, tell us about I, yourself. Who, what do you do? Why? Why are you the way I, that you are? What do I do and why? <laughs> Well, um, so I am a, uh, I'm a lot of things. So I have a day job where I uh, do like graphic design and video production nice. uh, for an educational company. 
but then I also um, I'm an author, a new a newly uh, christened author, if you want to use that phrase. <laughs> and uh, I'm also I'm also a pastor, um, which is what I wrote my book about was about me trying to uh, be be a pastor while also um, you know becoming an atheist, which um, or or a Christian agnostic, and kind of whatever going back and forth between all of that. But still trying to have some sort of gathering that's uh, meaningful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that's the name of the book, meaningful again. But um, but yeah, so that's a bit about me. I've been a pastor for um, well, I, I was a youth pastor for a while. So I don't know, oh, maybe like se- yeah, yeah. Right. So maybe We're like pouring se- one out for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> We've all done Actually, the work. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I've, I've been a pastor for about maybe like seven, eight years, something like that. But. Yeah, that's me. Sweet. So uh, you're right in the intro um, that writing this book has been therapy for you. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? Uh, and you know, why, why did you need? Th- <laughs> as if we don't know, why did you need therapy? <laughs> could you well, explain that to our listeners? Pastor. What exactly is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I've I've called it self uh, therapy. I've also called it. Um, an open letter to my parents who don't understand me. Um, but yeah, oh, have just, your parents read this yet? No, oh. they haven't. Um, don't we can talk now. about that too. That's a, a, um, always a, a fun, Make not just easy. parents, but family dynamics in general. Don't worry. You know, my mom you... listened to a little bit of this podcast and she was very disappointed. So it's fine. <laughs> and that was probably before we really got bad. <laughs> yeah, was, we're, 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 we're into it. We were pretty deep, <laughs> deep into, into it. it. Right. I, I was able to keep the secret for a while. Yeah, I don't think my mom knows how to, or my dad knows how to download a podcast, but so I think I'm I'm good there. Um, <laughs> uh, well, oh yeah, the question self therapy. Yeah, it was really uh, when you there is no like blueprint and there is no real um, manifesto, at least that I could find. Um, you know, I found some things that were close, um, things like you know your guys' podcast. Um, uh, but yeah, there was no real uh, blueprint for what I was doing that I could find as far as trying to maintain being a pastor while also not being really sure uh, if I believed in God or not. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so as self-therapy, is, it was kind of me laying out, thinking through the core, my core issues with church and uh, my core issues of Christianity and uh, really just thinking it through. Um, having the discipline of like, okay, if I'm going to put this into writing, um, I'm going to like, it's going to require a lot of, uh, you know, a long thought process and a lot process and a lot of inner work. Uh, and so that's, that's how it was really, there's a ton of inner work that had to happen. I think that's with all books, but, um, that, that really was like therapy for me. Yeah. So the the book is is uh, it's a real easy read. It's it's a real quick read. It, it's a it just basically tells your story of 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 deconstruction. Um, so you you say um, in the book you're talking about your experience experience volunteering with for the church uh, when you were first married, um, and you say that ultimately we felt that the church places a high importance on being a volunteer. Um, uh, versus, uh, being a healthy person. Um, <laughs> I was, I was one of those volunteers who put in 30 to 40 hours a week volunteering, mm-hmm. uh, yep. doing set lists for worship and, 
you know, chaperoning and being there and going being to my, being my bitch, being there for the service, the Sunday service, the, not just your bitch. I was multiple. You were everybody's bitch. bitch. <laughs> uh, being there for the service, being there for Sunday evening, small group. Yeah. I ran a Bible study on Tuesday mornings before school. Um, oh, man. And, you know, Wednesday nights and the whole and then all the prep that goes along with leading worship and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can you talk about your experience being a volunteer? I don't think a lot of people really grasp what what that's like. Yeah. So there's um, uh, there's an old like business uh, adage that um, I can't remember exactly how it goes, but it's something like 20 percent of the people do 80 percent of the work. Um, yep. and there, uh, there is a very, like there, I don't know how intentional it is, um, or like how really how, um, just how, I don't know what the right word is like evil They're like their intentions are here, but like when, uh, a church leader, a pastor or a youth pastor or whoever, I feel like when they catch a scent of a good volunteer, you know, like they're like, they, it's like, holy shit, this person's a gold mine. Yep. So then you end up, you, you do a good job in one area and they actually promote this, right? It's like, you know, if you do good here, we'll give you more responsibility. Uh, <laughs> and so you start chasing that. Yep. And uh, for, for, for me, it was for acceptance and for validation. Um, that's what I was after for sure. Yeah. Uh, and so, um, yeah, it just became this um, wherever, uh I don't know how into how seriously you guys take the Enneagram, uh, but I am a, a two, which is a helper. Uh-huh. So I feel I, like, like you've heard our podcast before. <laughs> and let's talk about the Enneagram before. I have, but I can't remember if it was uh, in positive light or mocking light. I so it's definitely good... both. Yeah. Mostly okay. mocking, but I do actually like the Enneagram. Yeah, there's some, there's some helpful stuff to it. Michael's yeah. a Jedi with an X-Wing. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a duck with a dark wing. Yeah, I, 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 uh, if it, so I read the, uh, I'm a actually, buffalo with a wild wing. <laughs> there you go. That's a new one. I like that yeah. one. We're working on some new Enneagram material. I'll be here all, all night. I actually <laughs> thought it was a lot of bullshit until I read Richard Rohr's book. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and his, uh, description was like, literally it was to me, it was exactly me mm-hmm. and it totally freaked me out. Uh, so Ever since then, I'm a little bit more in, you know, a believer of it. But, um, but yeah, so I was, I'm a helper, so I'm a, I'm a two. So I, uh, yeah, that was my thing. So you help, you help to a fault, basically. Yeah. Yeah. You would, you yeah, would yeah, run. Yeah, you're, was, you're like my wife. You would run yourself into the ground as opposed to taking a taking a day off. <laughs> yeah. So like, here's a good example. This just happened uh, a couple of days ago. I can't remember what I was doing. Oh, I was actually recording um, a different podcast. This one's. Uh, the three or four days ago, I was recording a different podcast, and my uh, wife was at home. We have a one-year-old, and I was like, I had to pee my. I was about to pee my pants, and I didn't. I left that podcast because I was running late, and then she asked for food, so I went out and get her, got her food. And I was at the uh, waiting in line. I was like, oh, I could run to the bathroom now. And I was like, No, this is gonna get me home slower. Like even when I am like. Uh, <laughs> Going to the, I'm such a bad too, unhealthy too. I uh, I'd rather I wet my pants than do anything for than do anything going, for myself. Yes, going to the bathroom is self care for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just not going to make the obvious jokes that go along with bathroom and self care. So we're just gonna we'll just let that we'll leave those to Steve Austin. Um, 
Do you, yeah, have, any, do you have anything to say about Steve Austin? <laughs> I do. I actually, I have, uh, I have to say, fuck Steve Austin. <laughs> also, I'm to, I guess I'm supposed to shout out uh, Billy. <laughs> Billy got his shout out. You know, it's funny. I was actually thinking about um, my first ministry. I was in a youth ministry for five years, and I was in charge of everything because it was a church of 100 and, you know, 30 people so you were i was in charge of the kids and the high school and the junior high and cleaning whatever up. whatever huh cleaning up whatever yeah whatever college kid happened to come around from college um and i remember one i remember coming to the realization about three years in that the same people were doing everything the same yeah. people who were volunteering for the high school and junior high were helping with vbs the same people who were helping with vbs were helping with the children's church on sundays the same people who were doing that were yep. cleaning the church were setting up for meals were and so I actually made a decision that VBS, instead of being a week long, like in a small town, like we were in, like 2,000 people, every church has a VBS. Every yeah. kid goes to every church's VBS. It's a babysitting service for the parents. Yeah, you can't schedule it the same week as the other church. Right. Yeah, yeah. you got you to gotta yeah. stagger it with the Methodists and the Baptists up the road. I mean, but <laughs> and so I decided in an effort to, the, the literal reason was to alleviate the pressure on our volunteers, I made it a three-day VBS. Huge mistake. Yeah. And the idea was to do a three-day VBS and do three one-day events, one in the spring, one in the summer, one or one in the fall, one in the winter, one in the spring to maintain contact. Man, I took all kinds of shit for that. How dare you? Oh, I gosh. know. But that yeah. was literally the reason. It's like, dude, we're burning people out. Like, yeah. we are burning people to a bare nub. Yeah. Yeah. One story that you made me think of when you're telling that. So also what ends up happening is there's uh so that same group that does everything starts looking at everybody else like they're not as, you know, uh, as, they don't take their Christianity as serious not as you do. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I remember there was this uh, um, we had uh, so I was in charge of the college ministry. And so I would always, um, you know, meet with, by the way, what I'm about to. I completely and now abhor and it's so crazy to think about that we even did this um, and since you guys have been in, in ministry I think you, you know what there. I'm talking about yeah. this is the um, we I would meet with my whatever the senior pastor or whoever is like mentoring me and we would talk about the individuals who come and like where they're like, who come to the college ministry and where they're at with their faith and like are they growing <laughs> are they not growing is this like measuring game every week like what's you're this, ranking you know? them yes what's the status report you know and there is this one like the uh, ap girl. college ranking poll <laughs> diane There's moved this... up two spots this week to number three <laughs> <laughs> it was it, and diane. it was also like strategizing well then how can we get them a little bit more involved you uh-huh. know uh so there's this one uh, girl who came every Sunday morning to church and then every Sunday night to the college ministry, but she didn't give any of her money and she never volunteered. And so we were really bothered by this, of course, like showing up every week is not not enough. So you think I, this show I, is my, free? God damn it. <laughs> so it was my responsibility to, to, you know, try to have a conversation with her to gauge, you know, of course... Um, in a public place where we weren't alone. And um, she basically told me that she uh, she volunteers every Wednesday night at the soup kitchen, and she brings like $50 of groceries. <laughs> so we're like talking all this shit about her being not a good Christian. And here she is. She's being a great quote-unquote Christian, but just not at our church. She's just and not so telling was, you about it. 
<laughs> which right well, again which is even better and so that that was one moment when i was getting closer to the end uh of my time there where i was like oh my gosh what have we been like this whole thing <laughs> yeah. is there's something wrong here you know yes absolutely and there's some and there are plenty of churches that would be like well she's not giving here though Right. Yeah. And completely, really completely missing the damn point. Like we have a yes. building to, to yes. pay for. <laughs> Lights have to stay on. I need a salary. Um, yep. So I know we're gonna we're gonna skip a little bit ahead because because um, I want to I want to twist that question a little bit. Um, so we have all uh, been involved in a church plant of some sort. Um, so on the other side of it, in a, in a church plant setting, you need fucking volunteers. Yeah. You can't survive oh, without right. them. Yeah, it depends on what you mean by church, I guess. Um, I mean, we are, uh, let's see, we're, I don't know how many years into this now, like three or four years into it. And it started off just having, being dinner in our apartment. And then by, um, I, I partnered with um, another local church here who I, I started to become really good friends with uh, the pastor there. His name's Jason. I write about this in the book, but, um, hi Jason. Hi Jason. Yeah. Hope you find your uh, dad. <laughs> uh, so yeah, anyway, so we, we, then we started, you know, becoming better friends and we realized, why don't we just kind of merge these two ideas together? And so now since that merging has happened, it's been about three years and we have, um, maybe what it's six volunteers total and only two per Sunday. So it's one person who brings a, the food, like some mm. snacks, and one person who hangs out with the kids, which is really like a very short. We try to keep um, all the children like with us as much as we can. Yeah. Um, but we have some uh, like behaviorally challenged children that like can't really mm-hmm. um, be with the adults for a long time. So really, it's and even then, um, what one of those volunteers for the food is me. So I'm on the quote unquote food schedule a food and coffee schedule. So it's really um, five people all together. But and, even still, and, that's my point is you need those people to yeah. make, to make anything, make shit run, to make anything work. To, Cause you can't set up yeah. all the chairs. You can't take care of the kids and do the sermon and lead worship. If that's what you, what you guys do, you know, you can't do all of it. You, on right. some level you need those volunteers, but at, like it's it, it's like you understand why the pastor was so eager to burn people out is because he was burning out himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 No, definitely. Yeah. I mean, and that's something that we are super mindful of. So we do two things. We do uh, what we call a Sabbath season. Uh, so every December there's no volunteering. And then we actually take two Sundays off during uh, the, you know, the one around Christmas, mm-hmm. the one around New Year's. Yeah. Um, and then we also take Sabbath Sundays. So once a quarter, we just don't meet at all. And that's with that exact, um, you know, mission in mind of like not burning out volunteers, not burning out, you know, me who's doing it, you know, part time on top of another job. Uh-huh. Um, and really the whole thing is set up for minimal effort on everybody's part. So, I think this is interests me because of where I've been mentally, but you talk about, can you talk about the anxiety attack you had at the pastor's conference? Because there's so many people in our little group in the pub that deal with anxiety. I'm one of them. Brad's one of them. I'm one of them. I mean, we, I mean, I think, I think on some level, probably everybody deals with it to some extent, but there are definitely cases that are a way deeper, deeper level of anxiety. Yeah. So can you talk about that a little bit? 
Yeah. So what's interesting is you um, when you mentioned it, I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? Um, I it's in the book, man. <laughs> <laughs> that that happens a lot. I'm I'm learning, but the um, but really, it's not that I don't remember the story. It's that I didn't realize it was. I didn't even know it was an anxiety attack, but it sure as hell was. Now that you pointed out, mm-hmm. um, I didn't talk. I didn't label it as that in the book, but it yeah, definitely was. Yeah. So I was part of a church planning um, cohort, is what they called it, which is an obnoxious term, and. Um, <laughs> The people in it actually were really um, well-meaning, and I really, I still have a good relationship with the guy who ran it, um, and I, I, I respect him like crazy. But uh, so being a part of this, I was 24, 25 at the time, mm-hmm. and this was my my fucking dream. I was the like, so uh, my the denomination that I was in has broken up into districts, and we were in the like the Midwest district, and I was. Not necessarily the poster boy of the district, but I was like, I was the youngest pastor, the youngest church planner. Fresh um, blood. Yeah. And so it was like, I, I, with 100%, without a doubt, the, the, um, the guy who took me on this trip even told me he was kind of taking me there as like a sign of pride. Like he wanted to show off his young pastor to, to the broader community. I'm sure, well, anyway, they, did, I'm so, sure they did nothing for your ego. No, and actually, I it it was the opposite. Oh, I'm really? Actually, like, it made me super nervous and yeah. like and it put a lot of pressure on me, and I didn't like it. Um, but so yeah, it was a trip to Orlando, Florida, and we were at this big conference. And um, like, I'm trying to th- if I said the names of the people, the only one I remember is uh, two, I guess, Matt Chandler and Brian Houston were the two big names of of people oh, that were there. Um, Isn't that the dude from Australia? Hillsong. Yeah. yeah Hillsong yep. dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. G'day, uh, mate. Let's <laughs> worship together, brother. His voice is so low and grovelly. Actually, mate. No, stop it. That's, Let's worship no. together for the Lord. That's it. That's exactly. I was half it. Australian, half British. Stop Don't it. Don't worry about it. It's my show. No, Connery. what's actually. I remember what he talked about he's, because. It's he's so, fucking Scottish, uh, you moron. I, Sorry, Brandon. Go ahead. I'm just arguing with Michael because he can't do accents. He doesn't know where Sean but, Connery's from. The, the way that uh, the the way that that guy said the word progress cracked me up. He talked about I remember this because I just it, it really I don't know it was funny. He said uh, he loves con- seeing construction work being done because it's a sign of progress. He really <laughs> like progress. Progress. The fact that he said progress just cracked me up. Anyway, um, it was this big, yeah, this big conference and. I, it was about planning a church, and I didn't know what I went into, what I was expecting when I went into it. But it's literally, if you were to make a modern day film about the, and it's not really a parable, but Jesus flipping over the tables. I mean, it's exactly this. You walk through this. First of all, you have to park. You know, it's like an arena, so you have to walk a mile from where you parked. Yeah, and then you get in and you walk through table after table after table of people selling stuff about uh, to help you with your church plan uh-huh. um, attendance trackers finance trackers um, whatever the to put the words on the screen whatever the software yeah. like it's all that kind of stuff and I so have a right goddamn, then, uh, jump drive of motion backgrounds for worship <laughs> yeah oh my gosh i forgot about that we should use those at the third yeah right behind us god that would I, be amazing 
I totally forgot that was a thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's definitely a thing. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there was some there was the motion background booth that I walked by and uh it was when well, also here I am trying to start in a part uh, a church in my apartment and I hadn't thought beyond that. I hadn't I actually had one really really good piece of uh advice from uh somebody who had planted a church and talked to me and they said the last thing you should try to do is start a service. Like do yeah, everything right. else and at the very end try to have a service. So I wasn't even thinking about that stuff. Um, and I really was okay with the idea of it never leaving my apartment. And uh, so walking through all of that, first of all, just, you know, freaked me out. The idea that like that I, there was so much outside pressure of the right way, you know, it was very implicit. Like this is the right way um, to do church you know, to have all these things. Yeah. And then, you know, the, the, you get, I had also just run, I, I did like AV work, of course, because everybody volunteers doing AV work. And, uh, Same. <laughs> and I, I was at a different conference and the people that were setting up the lights, I was talking to them and they told me like these light rigs cost whatever, like $75,000. And so I'm watching this. So now I'm at, you know, so I'm, I go through all the tables and now I'm in, um, the big arena and I see the worship band and all the lights and I'm just literally counting the trying to put together the numbers of like how much it costs to get everybody fly them to Orlando did the people who attend let alone all the tables I mean you know Brian Houston I don't know I'm sure he charges uh you know a good amount to be there yeah um in 20 whenever this was 2015 2016 you know we we have uh we can broadcast him from Australia very easily, but he's here. We paid, we paid for him to be here. Anyway, so it was all that was happening around me in this message of like, this is the way you're supposed to do church. Um, and I really, yeah, I felt like the walls, um, closing in around me. I, um, I felt like a zombie more or less Mm -hmm. just kind of down. Um, and yeah. And then luckily uh, I, I talk about this in the book. I, I, I was just becoming friends with uh, Jason, who I already mentioned, and I was venting to him about it. And he didn't really respond um, other than he sent me a link to a Peter Rollins video. And he said, here, watch this. <laughs> and I had never heard of Peter Rollins before. Yeah. And uh, it was literally like, uh, yeah, it like sucked me back out of it and gave me hope again. And the it was a three day wait, event. Wait, did you just I, say Peter Rollins gave you hope? <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> hey, listen, this was Peter Rollins from 2000. Actually, this video is much older. This okay, was very, okay. very early Peter Rollins. Um, this is before but, life is shit. You don't have the answers, and that's the good news. <laughs> I don't must have been know, way be- must have been way before that. Peter Rollins TM. I, yeah. I actually I feel like we need to pay him a royalty for that. Yeah. <laughs> the video was the one where he, I don't know if you've seen it, he talks about, he tells the, the parable of his friend leaving church, um, or the, the leaving parable. Have you heard that mm-hmm. one? No. You know what I'm talking about? It's basically, he goes um, on, he tells a story about his friend who has a, a dream, and he goes up to heaven and he sees St. Peter. Uh, and then he's about to walk into the, across you know, the gates, cross the threshold, and right before he walks through, he stops and he looks around and he sees all his friends. Uh, and like some of them Buddhists, some of them atheists, some of them God knows what is, is what he says. And then he says, uh, what, what about all my friends? And St. Peter says, uh, 
you know the rules like that they're not they're not allowed in and then his friend says well i think i'm just gonna stay out here then uh and that when i yeah when he told when he said that i was like holy shit like it blew my mind yeah and it totally resonated with where i was at um and so i repeated that uh pattern i would go i would literally get an uber to uh the arena and as soon as it was i'd, I'd meet the the guy i was going with and as soon as we were done you know he would invite me out to lunch or dinner but i would uh, say no thank you and i would run back to the apartment and i would just um it wasn't just peter rollins was, uh, a lot of other people i just i started finding videos on youtube and i would just go back into that world just to like yeah. get some sort of you know connection back to reality uh but yeah that's, that, awesome. that's the story yeah um so you mentioned in the book that uh that people often ask you uh, if you still believe in Jesus, um, <laughs> could you talk about, uh, don't ever ask, don't, nobody ever ask me that. Cause I don't know how to answer that. Could you ask, could you talk about what they really mean when they ask that? Yes. So that, so we were talking about my mom earlier, which, you know, if she reads the book, that'd be great. And if she listens to this, you know, honestly, it'd be great because we could have a good conversation. But, yeah, um, I don't know about that. You might want to. Sorry, <laughs> might, mom. I want to have her fast forward a little bit. Sorry about all the fucks <laughs> and the shits earlier in the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess the odds of her making it this far or, or past the first hour of the podcast to where I actually yeah. start talking. Um, the. Yeah. So actually, my my uh, my mom, my mom asked my sister, do you think your brother still believes in Jesus? She, she could. She couldn't ask me about it, which um, I guess, it, yeah. So that question, what that question really means is, um, do you still buy into the idea of uh, like the evangelical paradigm in general? In my opinion, I think that's what they're asking most of the time. They're asking, uh, do you still, um, you know, vote Republican? Do you still, <laughs> um, you know, like do you yeah, believe in the right still- Jesus? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I think I, 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 there's a sentence like that in the book where I say people are less concerned about if I still believe in God, they just care if I believe in the right God. Um, yeah, I mean, that's definitely it, man, that they, they, they want to make sure that what I believe in lines up with what they believe in. And that's really what they care about. I think almost often yeah. uh, more yeah. than anything is just affirming their own position. And I think what's interesting about that is um, well, there are two things I want to point out. It seems like all those volunteers that work their asses off, they're the ones who are deconstructing now, by and large. <laughs> that's you know, a, they're that's the a fair point. Are, yeah. Yeah. Are, are, are burnt out. But um, I, I think another thing that comes with um, the deconstruction aspect of it is um, post-deconstruction or, 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 or during deconstruction, you're actually more invested in the teachings of Jesus than ever before. Oh man, yeah. So, so yeah. while you may not believe in the God that your mom or your old pastor, or whoever your uncle Larry believes in, uh, I assume everyone has an uncle Larry. Fucking Larry. Fucking Larry. Fucking A. Um, <laughs> but is it safe to say that you feel closer to the the teachings of Christ than you did then? Yes. Yeah. I. I. One hundred percent. Yeah, I was actually just um, breaking my own New Year's resolution the other day, which was to not get in Facebook conversations. Uh, <laughs> <geez>. <laughs> Don't poke the bear. Don't poke the bear, buddy. 
<laughs> hey, uh, I made it 28 days or whatever it was. So I was pretty happy. But um, <laughs> it was the, the you know, uh, a friend of mine, uh, or acquaintance, I should say, uh, on Facebook talking about, uh, you know, there's been all the um, talk in the news about abortion and he was going on about abortion and I messaged him. You know, I saying like, uh, what what do you think is Jesus or Christ like? I'm trying to kind of use some of his language, like, would you say that he was loving and accepting? Do you think he made people feel uh, judged or shame, like ashamed? And he's like, no, definitely not. And I was like, well, I promise you, your post. I actually have a really close friend who um, has had an abortion, which totally that actually very much uh, contributed to my deconstruction. Yeah. And I was like, I, I, I promise you, if I show her this post, she would say, I feel judged, I feel shamed, yeah. and I feel like I don't want anything to do with a God that you believe in, mm-hmm. you know, talking to the person who made the post. And, um, and that's, yeah, I mean, that's exactly it. I definitely feel like as I've gotten further away from mainstream uh, evangelical uh, beliefs, I definitely feel like I've gotten closer to what uh, Jesus was actually about. Uh, you write, um, I've learned that when I step out in vulnerability, I always find that I am not alone. Uh, it's something that we found true with this podcast in a very similar way. This podcast was started as therapy for ourselves. Um, and a bunch of people came out of the woodwork and just said me too. Um, do, do you have any words of wisdom, uh, for those who are toying with, uh, revealing their deconstruction? Oof, man. No, pr- uh, no pressure. No pressure, man. This is just the most important question we ask all night. I don't, I, well, I don't really feel like I have it. I mean, yeah, words of wisdom, not so much, but I do think that um, there is this very, like you guys said, you've experienced, there's this very communal aspect to, I don't think um, community happens, I don't think relationship happens without vulnerability. Uh, and so really what I think the real um, sad thing that happens with uh, having to toe the party line within churches and within Christianity is it's actually really, on the surface it seems like you're connecting with people, but it's actually really isolating because you can't be vulnerable. You're not allowed to be vulnerable. You're not allowed to be authentic and say that I, I'm, I'm questioning this doctrine or this belief um, and so really it starts to isolate you and you, you feel like you can't talk to anybody. Uh, and that to me is one, one of the biggest, aside from just, you know, having a healthier mindset in general about my beliefs, yeah. probably the biggest, you know, positive impact of my deconstruction has been authentic relationships. When I finally could, it, you know, felt safe enough. And that's a big thing too, is that you have to find somewhere where you feel you, you're safe to, to uh, I guess if I had words of wisdom, it would be try to find somewhere um, like this podcast or like um, a, a, a church if it exists that, you know, like the one that I pastor um, and start there, start with those people. And then they have probably gone through the ringer, you know, uh, time and time again, talking to people who have more uh, traditional faith and they can help kind of guide you through opening up to the public sphere uh, with how you really feel about Christianity. So switch gears a little bit. You talk a a little bit about sorrow in your book and 
you know, the, the church just does a God awful job of, of talking about it. Um, yeah, no one's preaching on lamentations. No one's, um, talking about just the absolute, um, bitter sorrow and this, this, you know, woven throughout the prophets, all the prophets are, I mean, a lot of them are talking about the destruction of Jerusalem or, you know, the exile to, to, uh, to Babylon. I mean, there was just, there's just sorrow through all, all of it throughout the Psalms. I mean, there's just yeah. sorrow and nobody's talking about that shit. Nobody's writing songs about it. Nobody's, um, doing anything about it. It's just come and get happy and then go out and be the same person that you were when you came in. Um, can yeah. you talk a little bit about how, why is sorrow so important in our lives? Yeah, and I, I think one um, side note on that is a really good book by uh, John Carroll mm-hmm. uh, called the, the Existential Jesus. Oh, nice. We talk uh, uh, we talk a lot about you know sorrow in in the Psalms and in Lamentations and in the Prophets, but he paints a picture of Jesus that is actually very sorrowful. Um, that he was pretty. Um, was kind of like, what the fuck did I get myself into? Almost mindset, <laughs> and it's actually a really, I it sounds like an out there idea, uh, but he supports it pretty well, in my opinion. Um, but anyway, um, well, sorry, what, what was the question? <laughs> Just talking about sorrow in general. Yeah, and why? Why is sorrow? Why? Why do we need sorrow? Should a little we, bit of. Should we trade our sorrow for the joy of the Lord? Oh my we gosh. Should. God yes, damn it, Michael! I think we <laughs> oh my god! Played the shit I out of that song. Yeah, sure did. <laughs> it makes me. It makes me really mad that, that a, I didn't think about that for my book because I've been perfect. Was that Daryl Evans? Um, I think it was Daryl Evans that wrote that. I'm like ninety percent sure that's right. Anyway, yeah. What you know? Why? Because I I agree. I think we need sorrow. Why? Why? Why is it important? Yeah, I mean, I not to get too. Um, Peter Rollinsy here, but like the idea of <laughs> repressing your emotions is obviously yeah. um, how we get, you know, the Ted Bundy's of the world. Um, <laughs> but on like a much whatever smaller scale all sure. over the place. Um, so yeah, I think that uh, the I I don't know if I mentioned in the book or not, but um, something I, I've said often is that you can you get to know somebody, you can know somebody for maybe ten years, and they only share with you. Uh, like the, the, their successes and the things they're celebrating. Um, and then you meet somebody else and you maybe know them for 10 days and they share with you their sorrow. Well, that second person, you, you're going to feel like you know them a lot better. Sure. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't think there's anything more unifying uh, than our sorrow. Mm-hmm. And if we don't acknowledge that, and if we don't, uh, you know, where, where else can you go? It should be the, in my opinion, it should be a church that you go to. Um, or if not a church, uh, formally, some sort of group of people that are there that, that you can share your sorrow with. Whether I mean that can even just be your immediate family, but um, AAA having AAA that meeting. an AA meeting exactly. Yeah, sure. I mean that's actually we've found that that's our biggest. Um, like we have, we definitely have, we have two or three people that are uh, have gone through uh, mm-hmm. AA that come uh, to our church, and they. Um, I don't know if it's for the for that authenticity and for the fact that we always so we start every service off um, with this thing we call uh, the Sojourner's Prayer, um, which is we say of anybody here who is um, experiencing any pain, sorrow, grief, depression, uh, we are not here to chase it away. We are not here to promise that religion will make it go away. 
we're here to sit alongside you with uh, sit alongside you while you're going through this. Yeah. Um, and that's how we uh, start every service off, making it you know abundantly clear that uh, your acceptance really is not based off of how well your life is going. Then um, to set the set the tone for vulnerability and authenticity. But um, but yeah, I, I can't. Man, the idea of like what the fuck were you doing for uh, speaking to myself? For 52 Sundays out of the year, going to this place, for you know, you, you know, even if it's just for the Sunday morning service, what are you doing if you're going there and you have to pretend like you're happy right. and pretend like yep. you're somebody you're not? What a terrible way to spend your time, you know? <laughs> yeah. um, you're better off just not going. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I th- and I think that's why. I mean, you know, the Jews sit shiva. You, you you don't you don't try to do away with the pain of loss or yeah. the sorrow of loss. You sit in it with that person. Um, yeah. You don't try to explain it away, which is what Job's friends did. You don't try to explain it away. You don't try to to make reason out of it. You just sit, literally, just sit there with them in that sorrow. Um, yeah. And again, I think you, know, you talked about the connectivity of it. I think there's a, a unifying thing to that. Like you said, I, I um, you know, Roar talks about the, the one of the great teachers is great suffering. You know, it, yep. it's sorrow. I mean, those things are good teachers if you're willing to listen to them. Yeah, man. My so my wife uh, is a crier. Like she, I call her um, an ambassador for crying because uh, <laughs> I feel like a lot of times she she'll always be the first person in the room to cry. But when she does, like almost everybody else in the room, even people who say they never cry, like they start crying. There's just like being the first person to step out and say all right like i'm i'm being moved i'm going to feel that pain i'm going to feel that yeah. sorrow i'm going to connect with it she's um, the john the baptist it, of tears <laughs> the paul revere of tears yes uh yeah yeah so we actually just had um the tears are coming so the tears are coming sorry <laughs> that's so great that's, that's not bad that's actually it. pretty good yeah I'm gonna. I'm. I'm stealing that. 100. percent stealing That's fine. it. Um, the uh, yeah. So we just had these two. There's two people that attend our church, and I, I know they won't mind me talking about them. One, uh, they're two older women. One's named Nancy, and one's named Jackie. And Jackie's daughter is married to Nancy's son. And Jackie's daughter, uh, they just found out she had stage four cancer. Oh. And um, you know when they. We always uh, we do this thing also in our service called the Good, Bad, and Ugly, where we make space for people to um, share something that's going on in their lives. And of course, um, when we had that time a couple months ago, uh, they, you know, brought it. They, they told the the group, which is a small group, maybe like 10, 15 people, um, and we just sat there. And it was I'm not gonna lie, it was really really awkward. And I but all I I had that exact same. Um, you know, we were talking about sitting, uh, is it Shiva? Yeah, I always want to say, yeah. Siv- mm-hmm. I, I have a friend named, uh, Siva and I always want to say Siva <laughs> anyway. Um, hi Siva. We, we, <laughs> we just sat there and I, all I knew was I like to, I just had this feeling like we can't move on. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't, I, I like I, everything in my body was like run away from this, wrap it up, change the subject, yep. move on to the next part. And I, I was fighting that like crazy. Like, no, we just have to sit 
yep. in this. And so we did in the room maybe four or five minutes, which, which felt like, I don't know, three days. Yeah. Um, we just sat there and cried, you know? Yeah. Uh, and it was, you know, what it was really actually relieving because it's like, well, now I don't have to do anything with the sermon. This was like the most powerful yeah, thing right. you could have happen. Yeah. You know? Um, like, and it was such a grateful feeling too to walk away that morning knowing that, you know, if anything terrible befalls any of us that we know, we have this this room of people around us that are going to sit and cry with us and, and be there. Yeah, um, and, well, I won't. Oh, dang it! I had a thought. Son of a bitch! It's gone. I don't play know. A, you play a theme song? No, don't. No, don't play anything. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I totally lost it. I really had something to add to that. Dang it, it's like right, it's literally on the tip of my tongue and I can't get to it, Michael. Just stop. Just way, move on. Just ask a question. I, it may come to me eventually. I'm, I'm starting on the whiskey. I'm going to start on the whiskey, so if it gets less coherent. <laughs> I start slurring my speech. <laughs> you have an entire chapter on uh, making room for everyone. Can you talk a little bit about uh, the importance of inclusivity? Yeah, uh, so that is... I feel like every time you ask a question, I just say, yeah. yeah. Um, well, it's natural. You're processing. Um, that is really, so really what I was trying to get at with that chapter is that it's really easy to have um, a welcome, which is, this is the case. I feel like I, I've attended um, many different churches and church gatherings of like, you know, not, maybe not a mega church, but like a, a larger church and they have this fantastic uh, greeting team or welcoming team, which I of course was on at my church. Yeah. I've done, um, I've done cause I had a volunteer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and man, were they friendly and were they um, warm and welcoming, but then you get into the actual um, service and the, the prayer at the beginning and the songs they sing and the tithing sermon and the actual sermon. And as you go through it, um, you have, for me personally, I would experience these more and more times I was just cut out of what was happening, especially as I was deconstructing and I would try to visit a new church um, before I, I started, I had the idea to, to start my own church. Um, I would go to these other churches and they would say these things that were um, sometimes it was very explicit. And other times it was very implicit. But basically the the vocabulary throughout the service, you know, while the, the people might have been very warm and welcoming and had a smile plastered on their face, the vocabulary and their doctrine and the, the song lyrics were were very exclusive. Mm -hmm. uh, they were, you know, they cut me out of everything. Uh, you have to believe in this very specific God. Uh, you have to, you know, whatever, toe the party line. And if you don't, you're not um, included. Uh, even just, you know, nowadays people are probably, in my opinion, a little oversensitive to this. But even the, you know, using father, mm -hmm. you know, our father, or even the, the word Lord, I can't stand that word. But like using those kind, even that kind of vocabulary, it, may, when it, it would make me feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And I would quickly realize that like I'm not welcome here. Uh, at this church. And so it really forced uh, me and Jason down this path of what in our vocabulary at its core, like forget about having someone standing by the door, 
uh, wait, waiting to shake my hand. Like what in our vocabulary and in our liturgy is saying you are welcome and you're accepted yeah. uh, no matter where you're at on the spectrum. Right. All right. This has been Lord Brandon Carleton on what? the podcast. <laughs> what the? God. Stringing a bunch of jokes together, Matt. Come on. Is that a joke? Well, he said he didn't like the word Lord, and then he also said his name was last name was Carleton. Carleton, yeah. It's a, it's a throwback. Hey, I am the Lord. I am the Lord of my castle. You're the Lord of the dance. <laughs> <laughs> I am the Lord of the flies. All right. So I I, I got a few um, silly questions, and then I I kind of do more yeah. silly questions. So lightning round questions. Um, I was told to ask you what is the beatbox car children. Oh fuck! Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> so the Beatbox Car Children was a, a band that I was in uh, when I was younger, when I was about eighteen to twenty-two, which is when everybody's in a band, I think. Um, and yeah, it was a live hip-hop band, and we were all white, and it was, <laughs> I. You can't, you really can't find it. Luckily, I googled it. I it really doesn't come it. up. Dang it! Yes, yes. So we did. We were monitored enough to have. Uh, we did have an album that we recorded, and it was on iTunes, but it has since been removed. And we were <laughs> we were prior to the the generation of this was like 2007 through 2010 maybe, and so we did not upload a bunch of stuff online. Luckily. Uh, otherwise, it'd be yeah. If anybody I, we, can we find it, that'd be great. <laughs> if anyone can, <laughs> can, can dig it up online, that, that would be awesome. Okay, so fire what's that up your one? Daily, daily motion, I think, is what it is. There's like two or three videos on daily motion of us mm-hmm. All right. that us. somebody uploaded. It wasn't even us. Oh man, I'm digging around. Well, <laughs> Matt's fine. If we can find that, that's going up on our Twitter. <laughs> um. <laughs> The uh, one more thing I want to well about your your church that you've got. Um, can you talk a little bit about laundry love and cash mobs? Yes. So first of all, I do want to be. Um, I hate the word also church. Yeah, and, um, I don't know what to call it. Yeah, you're gathering. Me either. That's why we. That's why we still call it that. Um, and that's actually something we're really working on is trying to figure out some new vocabulary. Um, around what we're doing. But yeah, so Laundry Love is something we've been doing for, uh, it'll be four years uh, in June. And we, it's completely um, like a, truly a grassroots thing where it was that church that when we were first in my apartment, it was all of us um, pulling together our money uh, to go to a laundromat and we paid for the laundry detergent and the laundry uh, are the like uh, dryer sheets. And we put the quarters in the machines and paid for the laundry. And people showed up and, um, yeah, we did their laundry for free. It was um, – we got to know a lot of our, – our, for some reason, uh, I'm not exactly sure why, but our area had a lot of refugees. And so most – we'd have about – it was once a month um, or it is once a month. And we had somewhere around probably 40 or 50 people that come and a good – 40 of those people are, are refugees, either from uh, Iraq or somewhere in Africa. A lot mm-hmm. of them are from uh, Burundi. Uh, and so we got to know, what, selfishly, one of the best parts about it was we got to know some Iraqi families super well. And we'd go over to their house for dinner all the time. Oh, that's cool. Um, they're, uh, 
uh, practicing Muslims, and so we got to know them really well and eat some amazing food. Yeah. Uh, and I, I really have some la- – We they don't even come really anymore, and we still are friends with them. So that's that's been really neat. Um, and then cash mobs, yeah. So we do um, – once a quarter, we pick – a. a we try to pick a new business um, or a, min- a minority-owned business, and we just go as a group. Uh, we that it, what what's really ironic about all of so we do a couple other things like that, and we almost have more people come to them uh, that aren't a part of Connection, uh, the, my church, than there are people who do attend Connection. So it's really a wider community thing, um, and they yeah. So we pick a, a restaurant or a store. Uh, and we all go there uh, on a Saturday morning or Saturday for lunch, and yeah, we just go and buy, eat, eat, eat lunch, and spend some time together uh, and support that local business um, that's usually struggling, you know, t- to make ends meet. Nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool, man. All right. Yeah. Uh, we should probably talk about your book. Uh, what is it? What is it called? <laughs> we don't have to. Um, it's called Meaningful Again, How One Pastor Questioned Everything and Found Comfort in Uncertainty. And where can people find it? Uh, it's on Amazon, uh, and that's basically it, other, other than just messaging me and I can sell you one personally. But honestly, it's uh, just as whatever. Do you do, you do two-day shipping? Do. <laughs> yeah. You don't offer, <laughs> if you don't offer two-day shipping, you can fuck right off. <laughs> so here so it is prime eligible yes and actually I, I don't i don't i don't deal with any of that kind of stuff so i um otherwise it would not be two-day shipping because i'm the least organized person ever um i would totally forget about it if you ordered one and i'd ship it off four weeks later um <laughs> but yeah it's on it's on uh it's it's prime where we have has has prime shipping available Okay, so, uh, yeah. We... Ready to go with our next band, ladies and gentlemen. Let's give it up. Let's help me welcome here from Moline, Illinois, the Beatbox Car Children. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, oh we're the Beatbox God. Car Children. We're, uh, we're a rap group. There's four people standing away, in front. As you can tell by the way we're dressed, we're not very... Um, Rappy. We're not very rappy, so uh, you guys should come down front with these lovely four gentlemen. You know what I'm saying? We're here to have fun today. We're not really trying to change your life. All right, let's skip ahead. Shut up. We need to skip ahead. Oh, what happened? We're not trying to change your life. Yes, it stopped. Where'd it go? Oh, Oh, my gosh. So that is a town of we're playing at a a battle of the bands in a town of about 2000 people. And if the winner got to play. At the, the an event later that night, and they got to open for the band that night, and the band was like a whatever, like fifties doo-wop type band. So <laughs> uh, we'll we'll, po- we'll actually post this so people can watch it. It for whatever reason it stopped loading, so I don't really know what's going on. But there was a bunch of uh, old people in lawn chairs just waiting for the other band. Oh my gosh! That, I can't believe you found it. <laughs> Brother, we can find anything if yeah. we put our mind to it. <laughs> I have the, the dark net skills. Um, <laughs> all right. So, Lightning Round, what is your uh, – what's the last album you listened to? Ready to go with our next band. Oh, sorry. All right. The last album you listened to start to finish. Ooh, that's a good question. Um, last album I listened to start to finish uh, was probably – 
Um, Sylvan LeCue, apologies in advance. Never heard of it. Sylvan Yeah, like... picture Yeah, Sylvan S Y R S L Y V A N L A C U E. Sylvan LeCue. Uh, it's it's about uh, so every other track is a part of a as a snippet of a therapy session, a group therapy session. Huh. And then the song is written in response to what that set group like what they were talking about in the therapy session. Oh wow. It's it's amazing. How do you spell that again? S Y L V A N L A C U E. All right, got it. All right, cool. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Um, oh, oh, also, I want to mention that for your book, you also have a Spotify playlist. To be sure, I had I I saw that at the I, I did skip to the end first to look at your notes because I'm always interested to see if people have notes in the end, like yeah. Uh, it, stuff so I, I looked at that and i was like oh so i as i was reading it i listened to the playlist so be sure if you buy the book to listen to the playlist as you read it yeah yeah the hindsight 2020 i should have put that at the at the beginning of the book but uh, you're you're like the oh, third wow. or fourth author i've seen the, at, at the, the end. end yeah it's like god damn it so that's that's actually part of why <laughs> i look in the back you learned yes yeah um so what is the your uh favorite movie you've seen in the last year Oh man, uh, the Little Prince. Really? Uh, yes, that movie is so. Um, so if we're talking about movies and not documentaries, because I have a different answer for a documentary, but that movie is so whatever a, a, awakes my inner child and my true like my true self and my uh, inner creativity. Uh, that whatever the idea of like saying fuck the system i'm going to be who i want to be and i'm going to do what i what i was designed to do that is the message of that movie and i i have watched it a dozen times in the last year wow the one you're talking about the one on netflix right yeah it's a pretty recent one yeah very cool i think it's like rachel mcadams rachel mcadams i think is in it and uh, jeff uh bridges i'm sure people are screaming what's the documentary Rivers and Tides. It's a little uh, pretentious. Rivers and Tides uh, by Andy Goldsworthy. Uh, so it's this guy who goes into the wilderness and just makes art with like leaves and whatever he finds. Um, but the idea that he goes and does it just really for himself. And uh, he talks about energy transfers and like the idea of me doing this isn't it, it like it sends an energy into uh so rivers and tides he makes art in water but one of them is that he'll make a piece of artwork that the tide uh comes in and swallows up mm-hmm. and he says it's like a gift to the to the ocean uh like giving his creativity to the world that the world's going to go and do something um way more make something way more beautiful than he could ever make but it needs his gift in order to do it um anyway yeah, it's it's fucking amazing all right uh how do you like your coffee Oh, straight black, and I only do. I'm very, I'm very much a coffee snob. I buy very expensive local roasted beans, and I make it in a pour over, and I drink it straight black. All right, favorite uh, coffee growing region that you like, or do you prefer a blend? Mm, I think, uh, like, I don't know what the technical term is, but a lot of uh, the the roaster that I get stuff from, they have a lot of stuff from India, okay. and 
I don't know if there's left. That's like whatever. That's like Asia Pacific. Yes, that's the term I'm looking for. Thank you. You want? Yeah. Certified yeah. coffee master. Here. Thank You're you, welcome. coffee master. Move yeah. on. Um, oh, oh. By the way, I, I used to work. I forgot. I was supposed to mention. I used to work at Starbucks. Oh, bless your heart. Yes. Yeah, I, I I did some time there as well. Um, do you believe in the multiverse? No. Um, I guess I do, but I don't really. Who cares? Like if it <laughs> exists. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I do. Like like it could it could exist. I care, Brandon. Even... I'm still stuck here. Who gives a shit? <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. my that's my take on it. I I love the idea. Actually, I think it's a very fun idea to consider and think about. But uh, as far as I'm always bringing things back to the here and now and how they affect my present day life, and that really, um, I guess it does a little bit in the sense that like um, it makes me take things less seriously if I if I consider it. But, Favorite TV yeah. show of all time? Ooh, probably The Wire. Okay, good. <laughs> I thought you were going to go towards The West Wing. I was like, oh, uh, uh. <laughs> Wire's better. Well, I mean, it's really hard because there's whatever. Nowadays, TV has changed so much. Yeah. But, yeah, The, the Wire is probably my favorite TV series. Uh, second would be Terriers, which mm-hmm. is a one-season show that was on FX that is um, – I've watched that one season at least 10 times. It's amazing. Uh, what's the best Star Wars film? Oh, my gosh. You're not going to be happy I'm with s- this response. I'm going to love it, whatever it is. I don't have one. God damn it. I Yeah, you're right. I'm not happy with that. <laughs> you don't have one because you don't like Star Wars or because you can't choose because they're all equally awesome? No, they're not. Neither. Closer to the first one. I've seen them all, but I couldn't tell you the name of any of them. Uh, well, or not the, I couldn't tell you what I know the names of them, but I don't know what they are in like in sequence. And I couldn't tie the name of them to the events that actually happened in the vi- in the film. But um, oh, man, but yeah. I, From now on, just say yeah. Empire Strikes Back. That's the only right answer. So. I'll, I'll be praying. For is you, that number? Brandon. Okay, is that that's the second. That's five? number five. It's number five. That's the second one okay. ever made. Yeah. I like those two. I know I like the best were four and five, but I don't even I don't know which ones those are. Yeah, those are those are pretty iconic. That's the one without the Ewoks. All right, uh, where can people find you online? <laughs> uh, yeah, so my uh, Twitter handle is uh, bc underscore the heretic. Actually, let me double check check that I that's right. I think it's just bc the heretic. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yes. Yep. No, you're right. Bc the heretic, uh, and you can. Um, I have a website, meaningfulagain.com, uh, which is basically just a link to Amazon. Um, but I plan on adding some stuff to that. But uh, but yeah, and then you can definitely uh, befriend me on on Facebook, uh, just uh, with my name, Brandon Carlton. Oh, and you guys added me uh, recently to the the pub, so you yeah. can definitely find me on there. And I already feel like I'm. Uh, overstaying my welcome. I've commented on a bunch of <laughs> posts already. But no, you're you're welcome to engage however you'd like. So you can be a lurker. Right you can be Dan Summers. So you have any shit on Dan Summers? You want to <laughs> give us? Yeah. So do you do you know his nickname? His other nickname? No. What is it? Well, first of all, I mean that's not his real name. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So he he has uh, a nick. Nickname that's Dark Donuts is his nickname. Dark Donuts. <laughs> okay, so I, I can't bring that up without explaining it. So 
he's Romanian and uh, like his name's Dan, but Danny, you know, adding like uh, Ito in Spanish, but in Romanian it's Uts. So his name is Danuts. And it looks like it's spelling donuts. And for some reason, when he was an emo kid in high school, he had an a- a- AIM AOL username that was Dark Denutes. But it looks like it says Dark Donuts. <laughs> so we, That's some people call it Dark Donuts. I mean, he's in my phone as Dark Donut. <laughs> <laughs> That is how I. That's how many people. And now he's going into my phone as Dark Donuts. Um, (laughs) He's gonna kill me, but I don't care. (laughs) That's great. I think uh, he also goes by Doctor Andy Nixon, which is yes, yeah. He is very much a man of of pseudonyms. I don't know why he doesn't like. Also, Loan because his his name is I O A N Yoan in Romanian, but. he gets lots of mail wrong, and it's L O A N, and so we call him Loan a lot too. In your yeah, in your book, I think you you <laughs> call Lone, him Loan Loan Summers. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he gets like literally his uh his like student is whatever like student loan mail <laughs> is delivered to Loan, and he's like, do I have to pay this? Like it's not even sent to me. Oh, good old Dark Donuts, old Double D, <laughs> Double D, Double D Dan. I just almost. I just almost spit out my whiskey. Oh, my God. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on, man. Yeah, thanks, Brandon Carleton. <laughs> Mr. Carleton. Can hey, you do the Carlton you, dance? Is that possible? Oh, of course. Okay. Sorry, um, just want to make sure. You have to, like, at a certain age. You have your last name being that. But um, <laughs> thanks for having me, guys. But for real, for real, thank you for uh, what you guys do. Um, I talk about... We mentioned it here on the podcast, but having a community of people you feel safe around, um, that's what you guys offer, and I've, I've found safety in it. And I'd be 100% remiss if I didn't um, take the chance to thank you for that. So thank Appreciate you. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Now that in your you can tell us what you Hey, will you fucking unmute me? Feedback. Wiki wiki. Hey, Michael. Hey, we got any feedback? We got five-star reviews? Yeah. Why the chicken cross the road? Why? To get to the loser's house. Knock, knock. Nope, not doing it. Knock, knock. Not, nope. Brad? Oh, God damn it. What are we doing? <laughs> Come on. You gotta let me finish Top it. Top 10. Mm. You gotta no, let me finish it. Do you have any five-star knock, reviews? Knock, knock. Who's there? Chicken. <laughs> All right. Do you have any five-star reviews, you dunce? God damn it. What the fuck? <laughs> every, every week, I hate this. Pl- I hate this a little bit more every week. Do <laughs> you have any five-star reviews? Yes, Matt? we do, actually. Right. We have Thank one. God. Yeah. I'm literally Thank gonna God. just walk out of the third. Boy. I'm gonna walk out of the third anniversary with my middle finger... High in the air, I'm out. I know half of <laughs> half of you as much as uh, something. Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> Insert Bilbo Baggins quote. Uh, by Brown Eye Eight Eight Zero Seven. Oh no! Oh no! I hope this is one of those cases where they didn't know that was their actual. Uh, I think they did because the ty- the subject is longer, harder, hot content. Oh yeah. I hope this counts as my second. Re- 
I hope this counts as it's my second review on here. Oh, thanks. But somebody needs to give these greedy pastors the stars they deserve. Thank God for you. If you enjoy hosts that take the time needed on important topics, unless it's past 930. Space Force, fuck yeah. Saving the world from the motherfucking alien. That's so great. And I'm the problem. Oh. If you enjoy subject matter the hit... You are the problem. The hits in the places you may not always want, but somehow need. If you enjoy a heaping dish of hot content delivered on a consistent basis, have we got a show for you. Over two years ago, this one little, one little podcast flipped the world as I knew it upside down. And now it is one of many resources that somehow keeps me walking on that ceiling. What are you, fucking Lionel Richie? Uh, <laughs> thank you. Fucking Lionel Richie rules. Yeah, look that shit up. Uh <laughs> They are hilarious, insightful, and not too shabby with a soundboard. Thank you. Uh, you can say you're on Team Matt, Team Brad, or Team Michael, but let's be honest. Ain't nobody going to listen to a show with only a single one of these guys. It's probably true. Yeah. Uh, the group is where it's at, and it works surprisingly well. The pub is a great community, even though I had to leave some time ago due to personal reasons and hopes to be back at some point. However, the Patreon support is well worth it with the additional content they release. If there's one opinion of mine that would make the show more enjoyable, it would be to be nicer to Steve Austin. That man is a saint. Aww. Uh, whatever. Is that where we landed on that? Yeah. Steve Austin is the worst. <laughs> That's all I got. Uh, thank you, brown eye, for the <laughs> uh, brown eyed girl living in a lonely world. <laughs> Michael, what are you doing, buddy? I'm not doing anything. There it is. There it is. He had a ponytail in this uh, in this video. Did he really? But like a Jerry curl ponytail. Nobody wants to hear about whatever it is that you're listening to. Lionel Richie. No one cares. No, people care. People care. Lionel Richie is dead to me. No, he's actually alive still. I know he is, but he's still dead to me. <laughs> Number 10. He's a judge Ro- on American Idol. <laughs> Rogue theologian at Brad Brian Adland. Oh, my God. Whoa! The moment I have this record, I feel like they did. I think they did. Or is it a tape? I listened the shit out of this song. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Just fucking turn it off. All right. I'll play it later. God. All right. I have a stupid fact. The state of Indiana could fit inside Lake Superior square miles wise. Yeah. You live in a small state or that is a damn big lake. It's both. It's kind of both. Yeah. Number nine. Uh, David Sluss at Dave the Explorer. Hey, Dave. Shout out to I Am Steve Austin for setting the new record for the most edit content edited <laughs> yeah. out of a single yeah. episode sure of Pastor's did. Podcast. For like 10 minutes. <laughs> hashtag golden line. Hashtag the blood bus. Oh. If you'd like to get that content, patreon.com. God. Podcast and Shove it up your butt. Number, Shut up and take my money. <laughs> number eight, Michelle N. White at egg number nine. Pastor's Podcast, best way to get in, get us all money, sell insurance policies to flat earth cruisers that compensate if the ship goes off course and over the edge. <laughs> Hashtag cash me outside. <laughs> cash me outside. <laughs> oh, we need that on the soundboard. Number seven. <laughs> how, how about that? Where's the money? Shut up and take my money. Number, number seven, Paul Fodder didn't touch her. Never Paul heard Fodder who? At Irregarthit. <laughs> at Pastor's Podcast, can't wait to hear the Polly's rage this week about Tom Brady and the Pats. <laughs> fuck him. I, yeah, fuck I, him and fuck him. You know them. what? Here's the thing. I can concede that he's the best quarterback of all time sure. and still think he's a complete fucking douchebag. I hate him. I, I can't really stand him. I absolutely. He thinks fucking him. water is sunscreen. I hate fuck him. He is, I hate him yeah. as much as I hate Gwyneth Paltrow for yeah. the same reasons. Yep. 
All right, number six. He's up there in the Pantheon with Jenny McCarthy. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh, number six, Christopher Allen Maloney at Maloney's Movies. Chrissy Chris Chris. At Pastor's Podcast. <laughs> Drunk Chris Cross Applesauce. Drunk Michael is my favorite Michael. Hashtag take it Nell. Hashtag <laughs> Matt is Dr. Ruth. Oh, time I walk with blood. <laughs> She's drunk again. Uh, number five, Michael is drunk now at Swashbuckling. <laughs> I think I am drunk now. Episode 152. Matt, as soon as you think about being in the moment, you're no longer in the moment. Two, I think that might have been me. Yeah. yeah anyway, yeah. two minutes later. As We're soon back as, to no one knowing. The as soon as Michael there. says, I'm not drunk, he's super drunk. <laughs> Yeah, God, I really hate that sound bite. Which one? This one? All of them. All 30 of them. You can't even say anything to him. No, you can't because he'll just run with it. Number four, Steve Austin at I am Steve Austin. Oh, no. Hey, Pasha's podcast. The hashtag or is hashtag the blood bus where people go to swallow hashtag, hashtag blood clots. Oh, that's cool. An awful lot of moisture in here. Oh, God. I don't know. Ugh. I have a bad feeling about this. Will you stop it? Are you done? <laughs> awful lot of moisture. We're here. the bad guy for playing Lionel Richie, and he yeah. can't. He plays 30 clips from Star Wars. We're at least Wars. playing, like, the Bee Gees, which are yeah. like a national treasure. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars is more of an... Star Wars versus Bee Gees, Star Wars is winning. Mm, false. Number three, Jordan you're, McKay you're, you're at fake news. Jordan Mc <laughs> underscore 95. At Pastor's Podcast, Polly's. Hey, Jude. Juder. What's up, Holmes? Jude. Silence. Polly's. Good talk. <laughs> Hashtag That's, the blood bus. That is literally every, every day of my <laughs> every, life. Every yeah. time I'm over here. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Oh, all right. All right. Good talk. All right. Big gulps, huh? All right. All right. We'll see you we'll later. See you later. Uh, yeah, number right. two, Beck Ray at Little Ray of Beck. Hashtag the blood bus serves the best. Hashtag hot penny latte. Oh. And now I have a catchy new Vingo Boy song in the mix. Oh. Hashtag the Lord is on board. Hashtag or at Pastor's Podcast. Oh. <laughs> I, M- Mandy doesn't listen to the podcast because A, she doesn't have time. B, she just doesn't feel like it. Yeah. And I said something about hot pennies. She will has not forgiven me yet. <laughs> She's like, that is the grossest thing of many gross things yeah. you said in a relationship. Yeah, that's pretty gross. That is the grossest thing you've ever said. Yeah. Uh, number one. I've got a bad feeling about yep, this. Yep, 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 yep. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Laurel. She fakes! She fakes! You dumb fuck! Etc. 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 I'm Chris Hansen. No, you're not. Is that? No, you're not. Yes, I am. All right, go ahead. <laughs> I still love that. That's like my favorite thing. You just mash four or five buttons a piece. <laughs> no, no, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. Uh, yes, I am. This is really long. It's actually okay. six tweets. Oh, oh my god! Shit. It was so good. It was so good. I had to. I had to do this, and it had to be number one. Listening to episode one fifty two. It? It's Dave. Oh, sorry, David Slossy. Oh, okay, Dave. <laughs> Listening to episode 152, I was inspired to do some research. I located some ancient manuscripts, some in the original Greek that date all the way back to 2016. <laughs> I found the text of Ecclesiastes chapter 3 according to the pastor's podcast. Oh, no. 
There is a time for everything and a season for every activity inside your heaven. There is a time to fire people into the sun. There is a time to refrain from fire. God damn it. Let him finish. God, fucking mute yourself. Jesus. It's referencing it on the goddamn thing. There is a time to fire people into the sun. Michael, uh, we're never going to get through fucking this. do this every stop time it. I say no, I'm something. I'm doing it in conjunction. No, nobody stop. wants that. Stop. Everyone, Everyone wants I want that. him to read it. Stop oh, it. All right, it. fine. There is a time to refrain from firing people into the sun. There is a time to mention Billy Patterson. There is a time to not mention Billy <laughs> Patterson. There is a time for McBride, Bell, Zond, and Webb. There is a time for Bojangles, etc., and Bald Jesus. There is a time for Florida man. There is a time to put an improbable object in, uh, into your rectum. Oh, no. There is a time for a dick joke. There is a time for Brad to stay off of Twitter. There is a time to enrage Matt. There is a time for Michael to say something wildly inappropriate to wrap up Foofy. There is a time to rejoice. There is a time to cry. There is a time for crappy sound quality. There is a time to mash a dozen buttons on the soundboard in a row. There is a time for Epitode 69. There is a time for the 100th. There is a time for hashtag drunk monkey. There is a time for hashtag hanging brain. (laughs) That's great. There is a time to deconstruct. There is a time to reconstruct. There is a time to make fun of Steve Austin. Every there is time. always a time to make fun of Steve Austin. That's amazing. So great. That is great. legitimately great. Yep. Yeah. Thanks, Dave. You're the best. Hey, <laughs> 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 We paid close attention and we wrote them all down. Now it's time to decide our hashtag. Hashtag Michael's everyone's bitch. Some of these are. I, You're gonna. Miss I wasn't some of these. part of the yeah. interview for anybody. Yeah. I was. Yeah. Oh, we didn't notice. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> that was a good one. Hashtag, Shove it up your butt. Hashtag Buffalo with a wild wing. <laughs> it's Michael. Michael's working on his, his enneagram. Uh, My enneagram set. Yeah. Hashtag the Paul Revere of crying. <laughs> Hashtag the tears are coming. The tears are coming. <laughs> Hashtag dark donuts. <laughs> I did hear that part of the interview. That is now, that is Dan's name in in my contacts on my phone. Is Dark Donuts. Uh, Hashtag, it tastes like I would expect her to. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hashtag, Brad's genocide. (laughs) What was that even right? I've already forgotten. Jerking off. Uh, uh, hashtag uh, put my hand over Hasselhoff's face to completion. Hmm. Yep. Well, yeah. Nope. Uh, <laughs> hashtag. I am in his gay <laughs> Hashtag looked like some raw roast beef. <laughs> oh, no. And then hashtag. Excuse some... me while I whip this out. <laughs> Oh. And then hashtag suburban Christian moms. Ugh, yeah, a lot of those. Uh, all right, hashtag killed my killed many future children. Mm-hmm. Hashtag they have Baja Blast there. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag raw roast beef. <laughs> that might be it. <laughs> hashtag ass to stomach. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't even make any sense. No, and it's it so funny to me. It doesn't. The words ass to stomach, just really funny. Uh, hashtag butt fee. Uh, hashtag, and then hashtag poor man's Norm MacDonald. 
I'll take it. <laughs> All right, I've got hashtag Brad's genocide. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Captain Lipitor. I take it back, that might actually be it. <laughs> Captain Lipitor. Captain Lipitor. Do we want to use the word genocide in a hashtag? <laughs> no, probably not. Probably not. Uh, okay. Uh, hashtag Will Bang for Meth. <laughs> I think I think we found our new tagline. Patrick's <laughs> podcast will bang for math. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god! I've got hashtag uh, roast. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh oh! You know what I'm talking about? Oh, Humberg Factor. <laughs> uh, hashtag roast beef curtains. <laughs> That's that's gotta be it, man. There's no way I'm leaving this table unless we use roast beef curtains. <laughs> I've got uh, hashtag ass maintenance. Oh, hashtag uh, hashtag six heads spraying from everywhere. <laughs> Hashtag hover shits. Uh, hashtag Ashley actually Carleton. Um, hashtag going about to the- Carleton's way. <laughs> this be the any, name of the episode. Any this be the yes. name of the episode. Yes, Carleton's, Carleton's way. way. <laughs> no. Yes. Come on. Carleton's oh way God. with Brandon Car- Carl- Carlton. Yes. No. Yes, yes, that's happening. Come on, man. We need a good Al Pacino reference. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag going to the bathroom is self-care. <laughs> Sounds dirtier than he intended it, but it was there. Hashtag Paul Revere of tears. Hashtag John the Baptist of tears. Uh, hashtag dark donuts. Oh. Like roast beef curtains. <laughs> With apologies to all our female listeners. <laughs> Or, or ass to stomach. Nope. Nope. I can't do that. Nope. Is, is, is that what shove it up your butt? I don't know why that makes me laugh so much. Ass to stomach. Oh, is, that, is that something like a Cleveland steamer? <laughs> yeah, my, yeah, well, yes. similar to that. I think that's no. definitely part of the process. Yeah. I think it has something to do with this. Shove it up your butt. <laughs> And take it out and smack her in the stomach with it, I guess. I, 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 uh, <laughs> All right. Well, what are we doing? What? God damn, dare I ask? Don't. So it's Will Bang for Meth. Is that where we landed? Oh, oh okay. So we can't do ass to stomach. We can do Will Bang for Meth. Got it. <laughs> Uh, it's what, either it's either raw roast beef or roast beef curtains. I just do raw roast beef. I like roast beef curtains better. <laughs> Matt, you have to decide. We've got you're one vote each. You're the t- you're the oh, tiebreaker. Yeah, so I'm the one that takes all the shit. You are yes. the you're the tiebreaker. God damn it! I can't decide. There's no way. Well, I can you're decide. gonna have to flip a coin or something. Make a decision. Flip a coin, Michael. I don't have a coin. Who has a coin? Nobody in this day and age has a coin in their pocket. Actually, I do have a coin. (laughs) 
That sounds about right. All right. Uh, heads. Um, Raw roast beef. Tails, tails. Roast beef curtains. All right. Here we go. <laughs> did not even flip. Let me. There we go. Here's some flippage. It is heads. So, so. it's raw roast beef. Uh, we do have Pro- a... Probably better that way. Somehow. <laughs> we do have a new song for our closing song. Uh, Andy Moore made it for us. This We're going to play yeah. the regular version, but there's also going to be an extended version on patreon.com slash pastors podcast. Thanks to Andy Moore. Um, so it's called pulling out. So for anyone <laughs> interested in knowing what the name of this, uh, Raw. it's beef. God. so, uh, here we go. Pulling out. Hey, are you going to finish? Like, don't you do the, yeah, answer, I, it? I have to hit the button and then I do it. Cause no. this, this is what, no, this is how he planned it out. Oh, okay. he timed it for this. Okay. So, so uh, if you have listened to this episode in its entirety, hit us up on social media with the hashtag, hashtag raw roast beef. <laughs> we are on Twitter at Pastrix Podcast. Well, the name Matt. At MJ Basinger. Um, we are on Facebook.com slash Pastors Podcast. Instagram, Inglorious Pastors. Closing time, subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. Check out our website, ingloriouspastards.com. Support us on uh, support for this podcast comes from listeners like you. Support us on Patreon, join the Pastors Pub, get access to our spinoff podcast, Pastors Community Church, Hymns of Reconstruction, Turd Talk, Pastors Book Club, Pub Crawl, Special Music, by Surrounding, help shape the content of the show. Support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Pastors Podcast. I like this because it sounds like a... Uh I'm big into Curtis Mayfield. It's got a Curtis yeah. Mayfield a little Superfly. Yeah. 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 Little Super Freddy's Dead. Yeah. I feel like the, the first song is like 70s porn. This is more like... This is like funk. Yeah. Funk, yeah. Still has a little porn vibe to it. Maybe. Like black exploitation porn, maybe, but... Maybe. Check out uh, Twisted Sisters on there iTunes stuff. Give them a review. Five stars. Bitches. Maybe I I think I rushed too long on Patreon.com slash Pastors. Maybe. How long is this? Another minute and a half. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we don't need to play the whole thing. Maybe we need to fade it out. No. It's it's very powerful, guys. Feel the spirit moving. You're grinding your hips. <laughs> Shove it up your butt. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm Chris Hansen. No, you're not. Yes, sir. No, you're not. Yes, sir. Shut up and take my money. I'll tie my wife with you. Nan, I'll come. Oh. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. Bumberg, Bunker. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Michael, I'm putting stuff on Twitter. Can you please send your, your yeah. stuff? Yeah, you're really gonna have to slow down. down yeah. It's really good, though. It's, uh, you know, it's okay.
All right, everybody. We're out. Work out the timing next next week. <laughs> no, I bet we don't. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> All right. Thought he is.